0: What's up everybody? Welcome to I'm Not Lost Travel Podcast. Today we're going to talk about a recent trip down to Central America, to the country of Guatemala. It was an epic adventure, so many things to do from volcanoes to jungle to mountains. You might just change your mind and add it to your list of places to check out after listening. So let's go. Okay, so first we're going to talk about coming to Flores, which is just outside of Tikal National Park. And that's where we started our uh, Guatemala adventure. So, by the way, this is my friend Sam.
1: Hello, everybody. Uh,
0: And we'll start off. So, yesterday we flew in from Guatemala City. Um, That was a long day for both of us. Sam, how much sleep did you get?
1: Nothing. None.
0: None. Okay, so good. So we we're we we're even on that. Me I also had no sleep. Um the main airport in Guatemala City was actually really short. We did um yeah, just cruise through that and then you have to leave and go out and come into the domestic airport, which is on the parking terminal. And that was the smallest flight we've both ever been on, right? Yeah. I think a total of eight people were on our flight. And uh, I think it's it's seated maybe 20 or 30 people. So super small. But the other option to get to Flores is a 10 to 12 hour bus. And after all that travel, we decided to just pay the extra money and take the bus. So I think it was a really wise decision, right? Yeah.
1: Take the plane.
0: Yeah. yeah. Money. Money. <laughs> yeah. Take the plane. Money well spent. So and then you land in um, Flores. And we were like, we should probably get a taxi because we didn't really know how far it was. And it turns out it's like literally like you know what
1: i like across the water yeah
0: yeah half a mile (laughs) we probably could have just walked it but again no sleep didn't know and we had our big bags with us so after that we checked in we're actually staying at the ramada i was like hoping that it's like they had a pool i was like we could take a pool nap and recharge and uh, we thought it'd be oh that'll be quiet we'll avoid the hostel for the first night and uh turned out what were the sounds we were hearing last night
1: Um, Well, we thought they were gunshots right outside of our (laughs) hotel. (laughs) Turned out to be fireworks, but people were shooting them like horizontally, so it was was very loud and very didn't know what was going on right when we were trying
0: to sleep literally it was like out of a movie like we turned the lights off. this is gonna be lovely (laughs) we get a full night's sleep and then and it wasn't just like fireworks it was like i thought there was a cannon being shot like it was right out the window so um but anyhow and you get to hear the bass from like the clubs that are nearby but it must all we heard today everything shuts down at nine so that was good um, so anyhow, we decided to do the early, what did we do early bird? Sunrise, what did they call it? Early bird?
1: They call it the early bird, technically.
0: I thought we'd get there for sunrise. I have no idea. I guess I assumed we're getting up. They picked us up at 4.30. So we had to be up at four and, um, there turns out there's even earlier tour, which is, that's the sunrise tour, right? Yeah.
1: you up at 3 a.m.
0: Okay. So <laughs> we probably would recommend, we did it through Los Amigos Hostel. And, uh, what did you think of the tour?
1: Oh, I thought the tour was awesome.
0: So did I. I thought it was really good.
1: Yeah.
0: Ruben was, uh, he had a ton of knowledge. Mm -hmm. Super nice, right? Yeah. Um, Took us about an hour, hour and a half to get there. We got there, like literally the first car. So as they opened it, you paid your 150 Quetzal uh, entrance fee, which is on top of what we paid. I think we paid what 125 i don't even know it was a good deal
1: yeah i wasn't bad at all
0: i would recommend going through los amigos because they like fair prices like everything seemed really legit
1: organized and easy to work with
0: and good english too like it was like a really good tour so definitely would recommend that um okay so if you're gonna do t national park what would you bring with you for the day
1: um i brought my camel pack so definitely some source of water because it's very hot out there um sunscreen bug spray um, yes bug spray. Uh, let's see what else: sunglasses, probably hat. Um, what else?
0: Yeah, mm. that's yeah. You want all of that because yeah. it was hot. Like, if you were hot. in the sun, the sun is no joke here. Like that was really strong.
1: Yeah, and probably close to issues. I think that was a good. Oh, choice.
0: okay. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. some of that, like limestone, get when you you can still crawl up the pyramids, most of them or some of them, I should say, and it does get slippery. And some of those steps, like yeah. that wood, yeah. Mm-hmm. So. Um. Yeah, so we started there. Uh, what did you think overall of the pyramids? Pretty impressive?
1: Yeah, they were amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah, they were huge. Some of them were like, literally, you know, you're just, we both were like, how did they build these things? So right. that was super cool. Um,
1: and some of them were still, um, you know, covered by they were overgrown so you they just look like mountains and we didn't know that they were mm, actual yeah pyramids until he told us
0: <laughs> that's a good point yeah, yeah. there's like you're walking and there's these giant mountains and that's just and they said they're gonna leave them too because um they want it to they want to like preserve it because when they uncover it it sounds like the the wind the rain the sun all wears them down so um that was kind of neat to know that I, I forget what he said like a small percentage of them are actually excavated like the rest are still buried and they're oh, going yeah it. Um, He did a really good job of explaining it all, like, um, from all the other ones, how the Mayan Empire, like, came from, you know, it extended all the way to Chichen Itza to, um, you know, Mexico City to all over. So that was really cool. Our tour was maybe, like, they only put, like, 10 people in it, so it's pretty small. Guatemala, right now, when we're here, there's not a lot of tourists, so um, it's really cool. We kind of had some of the pyramids to ourselves for a little bit. Um and again as he was even saying and I think I, this is true too even in Mexico they still let you climb on shit stuff and uh <laughs> and uh and like I know he was like one day they're not going to let you because it wears down the limestone and like anything in America like historic they're like don't touch it they put a rope around it so it's a kind of a neat little thing um so do it while you can um but overall I mean we were actually wasn't that we weren't that tired they stop and, and there's water cellars, yeah. right, bathrooms um there's-
1: let you have time for breakfast and coffee when you get there.
0: Yeah. What? What did? What animals did we encounter?
1: Oh man, what's it called? It's the one that's related to the raccoon, C- the very Coty. long tail. <laughs> what is that's,
0: it? Coty. Coty. They're so cute, that yeah. long ass tail.
1: <laughs> yeah, we saw two of those, right? Two? Just wandering, and then yeah. We saw um, some spider monkeys in the trees. We heard some howler monkeys. Yeah, howler monkeys. Actually, see them, but they sounded like. Well, I found out. Wasn't someone telling us that
0: they make the dinosaur sound in movies yeah, or something like that? The German girl I thought that was cool. Um, and then that
1: big ass tarantula. That oh was pretty yeah, gnarly. that's right. Oh
0: my. He's gosh. like, "Who wants to put it on them?" I'm like, "No, nobody." He I tried don't. to
1: volunteer. Me. <laughs> <laughs> she
0: didn't. She didn't go for it. Um, but yeah, we had and it was just um, yeah. So we saw some animals. Um, we were done by twelve thirty. Like you know. He stops. You probably get that little typical tourist. He gets a little kickback of the breakfast, but yeah, it's a pretty good breakfast, a little overpriced, but good. Everyone on our tour was pretty cool. Uh, we hung out with some Israeli people and they were really friendly. And I think that's like one of my favorite things about traveling is you know, like, I think you and I learned so much about Israel today. Like, that we had no idea. Like, I, I'm i playing, like, 21 questions with those with those <laughs> dudes. I was, like, so excited to learn everything. And then this summer, like, I probably will hit them up when I go to Israel. Great. And uh they seemed really cool. So um that's probably one of my favorite things about traveling in general, is just learning about people from all over the world. And they are asking us questions, and it's just really cool. So overall, Tikal, I would 100% put on your Guatemala itinerary. Oh, yeah. Um Yeah, and do the sunrise. There's also a sunset option and there's their early, early bird or middle of the day, but the middle of the day is going to be the hottest. And I think there's going to be the most tourists there. So probably do that one. Um, not a lot to do in Flores. We were like, tried to get back in time to take the catamaran fair. We ran back to our room, you know, no time for a nap. We're just going to go. <laughs> and, uh, um, we ran to Los Amigos. We want to take the kind of party quote unquote, as my fingers here are quoting, <laughs> uh, catamaran to, uh, Jorge's rope swing, which it's funny, like, jorge's rope swing is the thing to do um but they needed uh two more people and we couldn't we couldn't get that so um i don't know what did we decide to do
1: um so we rented a kayak um and they said it was about a 20 minute kayak ride we were trying to decide between that or like getting driven there but it was like a really nice day out and um it wasn't too far so uh we decided a yeah, I don't even think it took 20 minutes. It was actually no. pretty close by.
0: And I think um, we were the only ones of all the people who did it. Like, we're trying to
1: yeah end
0: the lazy American stigma. Because, like, everyone took the boat, and that was, like, more. Yeah. And it's like, dude, this is, that was, and it was, like, really, we decided that kayaks <laughs> are, like, actually comfortable.
1: Oh, yeah, the kayak was awesome. I had backrest. Oh, my God. I <laughs> so, so, like I've never had a, a kayak with a backrest like that.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. We uh, put our stereo on and uh, did some awesome parallel parking when you get there. And he just kind of points. Yeah, it's that way. And you just, yeah, actually, we didn't know where we are going, but we kind of see. Yeah. There's nothing else really to do there, so. Uh,
1: yeah, and then I thought it was just going to be one rope swing, but it was actually two rope swings and a platform that you could jump off yeah. of. Which is pretty cool.
0: Yeah. So you park your kayak and you just, everyone's parked their kayaks. If the party catamaran's not coming or people are getting dropped off, and there's lounge chairs, there was uh, um, hammocks. Um, and yeah. Then, yeah, you pay, t- we, so we paid 70 to, uh, 70 quetzals to rent the kayak from Los Amigos, which, mm-hmm. yes, I would recommend that. And then 20 or 25 per person to get in.
1: 25. 25.
0: Okay. Um, they had, uh, tell about the nachos. Those were bomb Oh, my nachos. gosh.
1: Get the guacamole taco or <laughs> oh nachos. They were so good. It was, like, the best guacamole. Um, It's, at so, it's like, their house, right? The people yeah. Live it's there. just someone's house. And I am pretty sure they made that guacamole fresh, like, on the spot.
0: And the and the fruits, salada de fruta. Fruit salad. Yeah. So good. Super good. The mangoes
1: and, were awesome.
0: Oh, my God. <laughs> me and Sam were saying, like, fruit ass. Uh, fruit ass. <laughs> fruit ass would be good. Um, but fruit salad is usually like the ass of fruit that you don't want like it's always like the filler fruit like the melon or like the soggy pears or something yeah this was all good stuff mm-hmm. and we decided you say i i don't know i asked him save the best fruit for last i'm a i always want to save it you know you want to end on that bad fruit so uh, so we did that and we chilled out it is so chill at least now like we were just like looking at the sunset we're like this is so peaceful um Right? Like it was so nice. Yeah. Some Wi Fi to catch up on if you need it and uh, and so anyway let's get to the rope swings. That's where the real reaction is. <laughs> so there's two rope swings, one big, one small. Um, what were your assessments of the rope swings?
1: Um, so we went for the big one first and um that one was a lot higher and um you basically just like jumped off the top of well how many steps was that. I don't even like, know.
0: You're probably, 10, like, 20, 30 yeah. feet up, though, right? Yeah. high.
1: It was almost as high as the platform, but um, that was fun. Dan went first, yeah, right? Yeah,
0: yeah, first, yeah, right? and I didn't perform as <laughs> I was hoping.
1: And, of yeah. course, there's, like,
0: two British girls watching me. I was like, oh, this is going to be cool. And, oh, my
1: gosh. <laughs> oh, my gosh, yeah, because, wait, did you, yeah, did you go first or did they go first? I forget.
0: Oh, she might have gone I think she first. was the Guinness Oh, okay, first. well, yeah. yeah
1: um but Dan kind of did like a side belly flop (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) yeah that was bad um so I I redeemed myself after that and went off the the jump so real quick we were both like has anyone tested this to see how deep it is so yeah it's officially pretty damn deep but you just have to jump far yeah you got to really leap off that thing um but the jump was we both decided it was easier than the rope swing yeah um just a
1: little intimidating looking because there are like Right at the base of like the wall, there's some rocks, but it immediately like uh falls off and gets deep enough to where it's safe, so just have to make sure you jump far
0: <laughs> yeah, yeah, and be aware there's iguanas. I was uh oh walking gosh. to the to the <laughs> to the leap off point and uh actually soiled myself because uh that thing came right <laughs> yeah. out from underneath the bridge or whatever uh-huh. that was like a like that thing was running like a madman. Like, yeah. And there, it's
1: not a baby iguana, right? No, that, it was so big it looked <laughs> almost like a Komodo dragon.
0: I swear to God. I'm
1: being dramatic, but like it was huge. Yeah. That was the biggest wow. iguana I've ever and seen. And then he's
0: like a oh, maniac and he's like, hmm. And then he just leaps off like five feet into the ocean, or to the lake and we're like, well, I guess iguanas swim now so, <laughs> um, pretty wild. And then we're like, he's probably hit by our feet, but anyhow, so the rope swing is actually cool. And you're like, why would they tell us about the rope swing? Well, there's not a lot to do. There's a sunset tour that they can take you on at Tikal call or at I think it's called Yaxha, and that was the only other thing the guy offered us to us um, and we were just like at four thirty a.m we're not staying out till five thirty at doing the same things. it was actually getting hot, so um so anyhow, and then uh we went did a, a lap of the island,
1: yeah, that was cool,
0: yeah, right at sunset mm-hmm. gorgeous right yeah, right on the water, pretty lively too with with the r- restaurants
1: yeah, the other side was definitely really lively. Um,
0: music and stuff (laughs) yeah it was really nice and then we cruised back to los amigos uh they have just a really good vibe um like kombucha uh vegetarian stuff you're vegetarian like friendly people um yeah and like again with the meeting people we met where were those people from to at for like an hour in the water yeah
1: at the rope sing there uh we met two um girls from uh england initially and then um, another group showed up and they had all actually met traveling and now we're all here together. And there was a girl from Brazil, a girl from, um, pastry Germany, shelf, shout out
0: charcoal restaurant yeah. in Sao Paulo. <laughs> oh, we got to visit that.
1: Yes. Um, a girl from Germany. I think that guy was also from England. Um, yeah. and then I didn't catch where the other girl was from. I don't know, with the oh, but,
0: but, oh, yeah. I didn't either. I yeah. didn't either. I didn't see her. So. So, yeah, it was a good crowd, good vibe. Um, Again, just learned a lot about people from Germany. And they were like, yeah, I'm only four months vacation. I'm like, did you put only in fun?" Yeah. Four months? Like, that word shouldn't go there. And they're like, oh, you Americans, you only take. I'm like, I would take more if they gave it to me. Right? But um, so that was really fun to learn about them. And then, again, Los Amigos, pretty chill, Um, super good vibes, super cool mm. layout. Good um, music. You had the Crepe Deluxe. And-
1: yeah, I think it was called that. Yeah, Um, yeah, that was super good. I had, like, shrimp and avocado in it, and it it was, like, an alfredo sauce and a crepe. It was so good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I
0: had a really good smoothie, like, and I was, like, just, like, fresh fruit smoothie. So, super good. So, definitely, if you're going to stay at a dorm or a hostel, that's probably the one to go with.
1: Yeah, it feels like you're in a treehouse. There's, like, trees and vines all over the place, like, really cool like decorations and lights like, just the ambiance is really awesome
0: there for sure and the girls were saying that it's uh, really busy but not like party party just like a lot of people coming in and going, just because it's um but still like i think it'd be a great place to stay so um after that uh that was about it we uh, had bought bananas for t- breakfast <laughs> tomorrow huge bananas for two quetzals. <laughs> Yeah. So, uh, and it's funny we were just saying like um we're both probably not the best bargainers but um you know, we don't even we didn't even mind because we shopping people are just, every it was just so friendly like nice they're like welcome they're like literally saying thank you for visiting us we we're, we appreciate you coming here and have you gone anywhere else and we're like no just here and they're like that is that, like I feel like it was actually special like he's like wow yeah you came to our country you know so anyhow so that's all for uh, if you're visiting Flores and um, that's all you need to know so anyways time to talk about. What to do in San Pedro if you're going to Lake Atitlan. So in San Pedro, we got here via bus, or excuse me, uh, what would you call that, water taxi? Yeah. From Spanahatchel. And it took us, San Pedro is the last stop, so it took us about, what well, is it, was like 45 minutes? Yeah,
1: something like that. And we
0: were the last boat of the day, probably. So the later in the day you go, it's really windy, or choppy, I guess, on the water. So, also, we were in the front seat when we, the back seats were all taken. And if you're in the front, um, what did you think about the front seat?
1: Just be prepared to bounce up and down really hard.
0: <laughs> yeah. My booty was clenched the whole ride. So, yeah. it was it was an adventure for sure. Um, and the rain was coming down for portions of it. Um, but, yeah. And then it's just picking up locals at each little town along the lake as you go. Um, and it's 25Q to get on. So um not bad i think locals we were told pay or even if you look local i think it's 10 or free so <laughs> we pretty much tourists pay for everyone else but anyways it's a really nice ride too you get to see some of the lake but um san pedro is going to be on the back of the last stop and san pedro is known as more of the backpacker of all the spots so there's like um more of the bar scene and things like that we stayed at zula which is pretty nice really clean we have a really nice big room right mm-hmm. it's like nothing to it like Um, But it's just really big, really clean. And it's, like, Israeli. So there's, like, really good, what, pita and, I don't know.
1: Like hummus. Yeah. Food food from Israel.
0: It's got, like, a hookah lounge vibe, hookah bar vibe kind of thing, too. And a nice pool right on the water. Um, And, yeah, what else? So um, we started off with the Indian Nose hike. We didn't do it through the hostel because it was... A little bit more. So we just found a lady in town to do it. And we finally found someone to do it for only 100Q. So we decided to do that. You're going to start early at... What time did...
1: The bus pick us up at 4 a.m.
0: Yeah. So we had a 3.30 m alarm, which was pretty gnarly. (laughs) Um, And what else? So at 3.30, we got up and we started hiking in the dark. And um, yeah, it's like pitch blackout. Like, I don't know how you'd find that without... like some kind of information because it was not easy to find but the hike what did you think of the hike like as yeah, far that, as difficulty
1: oh um it wasn't too bad i feel like we kind of drove up pretty far um and then we had this adorable little guide um what was oh, his yeah, name yeah
0: i don't know it's so cute i
1: know and um he basically took us on the hike um i'm really bad at estimating numbers but it wasn't extremely long um it's basically some a lot of steps um through the woods, or through the yeah, through the woods, um, and you come up to a really pretty viewpoint before sunrise, and you can see the lake and the volcanoes and everything, um, and he kind of tells you a little bit about it. And then you keep going to the top, um, and at the top there's this uh, nice little like wooden, I don't know, platform I guess, where you can um, sit and take pictures, and um, he serves you coffee um, and some really delicious bread. Um, but then the view is just. Amazing at sunrise because um, you're even higher than the original viewpoint, and um, just the lake with the the volcanoes, and then just seeing the sunrise, and it's it's so much clearer in the morning than in the afternoons. Um, so it was really cool, and then also you can see, um, I keep forgetting the name of what's the hike with the Fuego. active volcano. Oh yeah, you can see El Fuego, which is in what's the hike called? Acatenango. Yeah, which we're doing in a couple of days. You could see that from Indian Nose, and you could see. El Fuego, um, like, smoke coming out every so often. So that was really cool. Yeah, really cool. Definitely recommend.
0: Yeah, it's crazy that they said that you can, that Fuego is closer here to the lake than Antigua, which, that's really wild. And so seeing it, like, give puffs of, like, smoke off from top of Indian nose was pretty epic. And we were there, like, at least 30 minutes before the sun actually rise. So we got there at, like, five or even earlier. And, yeah, he serves, like, traditional Guatemalan coffee Little Cafe e pan and, um, he, like, stokes it with wood, and, like, um, I saw him over there, like, with a fan getting it going, Mm -hmm. and then, um, even when he was done, I saw him, like, toss it on the plants and he, like, washed it with leaves, he put, he cracked off leaves and put it in Mm -hmm. and scrubbed it out with leaves, like, he was doing, he's been doing it for 26 years, and he's just the sweetest guy, so, um, and then our bus, well, after that, it's definitely worth this, whatever you can find, but if you can find it for 100 Q, you're getting a good deal, um. But yeah, and also, you know, we heard on our travels so far, like a couple people said that they had been heard of people getting robbed on it. Someone said they even had watched another backpacker's video. She was actually videoing while she got robbed. Um, so we were a little bit curious, uh, but you know, turned out we got lucky and no issues. Um, but yeah, it's definitely worth it. The view is amazing. And yeah, I guess that's it. So that's Indian Nose. The other thing to do is hiking Vulcan san pedro which was on my for sure list but everyone i kept asking wouldn't take us because of banditos that live up there and um i figured if everyone's saying you know there's bandits up there with machetes um who are gonna rob you as soon as you get there probably should wait it out so oh well we'll have to we'll have to do it next time yeah. but um yeah it's a really good hike ah, gracias We are getting food here at Zula and it looks amazing. I got the Israeli, Sam got the muesli. Muy bien. Uh, Gracias. Um, We're having our morning coffee. And um, yeah, so what we did um, after that, you can eat, Sam, I'll just blab and you can chime in when you want. Um, What else did we do? Oh, after that, so Vulcan San Pedro was out of out of options. So we decided to do the paragliding. Um, that, was, that was kind of one of the main things that drew me when I first saw that planning this. I was like, I need to do that out over the lake. That looks amazing. Um, didn't even think about it until like we finally booked it. <laughs> and then I started like kind of thinking about how high it was and like, what if a wind gust takes you? A um, little bit of uh, panic at the end. but So how you do it, we booked it through um, real world paragliding, but you can book them through anywhere. We actually don't book it ahead. Um, it was 750 if you booked it ahead in America. So we everyone was 650. Finally found a lady to do it for 600. Um, it goes out of Huchel, um, but they provided a free transport. Um, let's see. So we got up. So it's about you know we took the boat all the way to Panajachel. Panajachel they met us, picked us up, drove us about 20 minutes to the launch point. They threw some gear on top of the roof, and uh, we were with two other couples. And uh, yeah, we got to the top. And then, um, yeah, started a little bit of panic because nobody spoke any English. And I was like, Mm -hmm. which I'm cool with, but, like, I feel like there's a couple important instructions you might need when you're running straight off of a cliff with a backpack. Uh (laughs) Um, And the only thing that uh, scared me, what was the scariest part? We both agreed was when all of a sudden he's like, run in one, two, three, run. And then we're like, where?
1: Where? Like, off the cliff? Yeah. (laughs) He was like... Just run. No jump, no sit. I'm like, okay.
0: Yeah, and, like, I didn't even think – I thought they were just, like, showing Sam where we're going to go. like.
1: Yeah, I was first. They
0: just pointed at you and were like, <laughs> you, here. And all of a sudden I was like, oh, shit, Sam's going. And so I ran over to try and, like, watch. Um, and then I was like, oh, God, that means I'm next. And then, like, again, strapped me in and um, s- same thing. One, two, three, run. And I was like – he's like, don't stop running. And I'm like, I can't because the, the
1: – The sail, like – Lit, get, like takes wind immediately and you just are like running in the air almost. Yeah,
0: yeah. But I, I purposely planned it because I was like, I'm not going to back out of this. And it was, it was epic. It's like 90 bucks. Um, We got it for like 90, but 90 US dollars. Um, What, 600 quetzales. Mm-hmm. But God, it was worth it. Like, I just remember I was up there looking down at the lake, um, watching these hawks next to me flying. And I was like, dude, this is so mm-hmm. worth it. Like, you could, you're never going to get that experience. And, um, and yeah I wanted to be out over the water a little bit more but we both agreed it was like still epic Um, the only thing is he's like you want me to do some like like, I don't know what you would call it like tricks back and forth and I was like uh sure just poquito
1: (laughs) Mm -hmm. and then I
0: instantly regretted that because it was like terrifying but overall great your guy spoke no English either right
1: not really I I asked him um, I asked him if he was cool with me taking a like photo like selfie of us and he was like yeah and he was excited about that and i was like "How long have been doing this and he was like sorry and so i don't think getting or what i was asking yeah. so
0: yeah probably not a word <laughs> mm-hmm. but um it's it's really awesome the landing um i didn't actually stick the landing kind of slid in on my ass did you slide in on your ass too or you ran i ran he didn't tell me he's like i just heard him say you know legs aki like leg mm-hmm. and then he's like legs up and i was like okay
1: so <laughs> like, go before you did that too, okay
0: because they must tell people different um but anyhow, survive. So definitely do that if you're, if you're if you, you know. The other people on our tour were um, excited they did it as well. Um, the last thing we did um, is uh, we cruised back. And I guess that's not a San Pedro-specific activity, but we did it during San Pedro because there's not a ton to do. Was, of course, hit the, the bars here. Um, we checked out uh, Mr. Mullets, which is, uh you know, they had live music. It's pretty fun, good vibe. Um, but, you know, we kind of, there's some characters around we've noticed (laughs) and then we went over to bar (laughs) sublime uh, which is the other famous bar here and uh again characters um i got asked within 10 seconds at mr mullet's for uh um if i'd like to buy anything and then um we saw um i don't know i guess you can only describe them as the tilluminati um and they are a lot of extra like extra everything (laughs) And I was, like, talking to this girl at uh, Bar Sublime, and uh, it was just a weird thing. I was like, why is she standing so close to me? So I was like, hi, where are you from? And, um, yeah, me and Sam were both like, what vibes are these people giving up? Sam's bartender was, like, for sure wasted, right? I really
1: messed up, yeah. Yeah,
0: that was the bartender. Um, I don't think
1: you should put any liquor in the drinks either. <laughs> yeah, Sam noticed
0: there's, like, no liquor in the drinks. Um,
1: and or the hostels anywhere. <laughs> some guy
0: came up to us while I was talking to that girl and like completely interrupted and um was probably the biggest um douchebag. I don't know how you translate douchebag into Spanish, but yeah. he's, you know, what did he say? I was like, Where are you from? And he's like, I don't
1: know. I I couldn't hear him super loud, live music, you know, and asked where er, where he was from and he said Norway but he he it was weird. He almost had like a Boston accent. Yeah. Really it was really hard to understand him in the loud room. And I was like, I'm sorry, what? And he's like are you American? Do you speak English? And I was like, yeah. Okay. (laughs) And then I think Dan, he he said he was from Norway and then Dan was like, oh yeah, like Oslo. And he was like, oh man, fuck Oslo. I'm sorry excuse my language. But like, yeah, just not very good vibes. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And a lot of the people there were just like so extra. They were like, if you're not extra, you're not in the Illuminati with us. So anyways, I'm sure that was just like, you know, a snapshot of the people, but um, didn't have the same backpacker vibe as Lankine. And some of the other hostels we've been at or dream boat even so but um anyways that was pretty much all that we did there's not a ton to do here otherwise there's a lot of good spots to eat a lot of um you're gonna see a lot of hummus pita shawarma restaurants like a couple good vegetarians options at each of them but that is san pedro so we'll keep it short and sweet and we will update you from san marcos as we are gonna grab a lancha over there soon Oh, mm. Oh. Oh, sorry. I'm just leaving my Yoni gazing ceremony that I was in in San Marcos. Uh, If you don't know about Yoni gazing, go ahead and look that one up. Uh, Sam is uh, finishing her rebirth training and uh, and her ketamine ceremony. (laughs) Uh, We we were going to chat a little bit about San Marcos now. San Marcos has to be the most hippie place I've ever seen Um, of all the hippie places Ocean Beach you got nothing on this San Francisco nothing it is vegan cafes it is uh, healing ceremonies of every type Um, and it's a really cool place so after San Pedro we got a lancha which is uh, super we went to the lancha and got one about for 15q which I know is super overpriced because it was like what five minutes away 10 minutes away by boat yeah. and yeah so we started off going we stayed at lush atitlan did you like that hotel
1: yeah it was really cute um the rooms were cool it was almost like it was built into the side of a like huge rock like the whole one wall is on just a big uh rock surface so that was pretty cool and um yeah, it was really pretty just like the hotel had vines growing all over it and very artsy a lot of like decorations and stuff so it's definitely a really cool ambiance, a really cool place
0: yeah great place really friendly staff they let us store our bags so we could explore the day after we left and let us come and go get free coffee free fruit and sam went up and uh we went to the brunch and it was like
1: crazy prices right oh yeah it was like more <laughs> than san diego
0: yeah n- like a nine dollar nine or Ten dollar press coffee, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me?" But so there was nobody there, but it was live music, and I think because of the prices. But so lush Atitlan, I would highly recommend. A lot of people we ran into had stayed there, so good spot. And yeah, what else? We went. We started off at um, Eagles Nest, which is the coolest yoga studio I have ever been to. It view is insane. You're like up on a platform, looking at a giant volcano and a gorgeous lake while you're doing yoga. Um, what did you think of? yoga's
1: now, Sam. Oh, it was awesome. Um, the view was amazing. Um, and very, it was very quiet when we went. So it was like nice and peaceful. Um, and it was a little overcast the day we went, but you could still see pretty well. Um, and yeah, just the platform is just like a whole open, like open towards the lake. Um, so yeah, it was really awesome.
0: Yeah, we got, I got a latte one day, we chilled out, enjoyed the view A lot of people there doing some work on their laptops Some strumming uh, guitar, um, we played a game of checkers um, And we were, came to a draw, I'm going to call it a draw um, But that was fun And uh, after an eagle's nest, we checked out Like, look, We went on a search for live music Oh, we had dinner at Samsara, I would highly oh, yes. recommend Very So good, good. right? Mm-hmm. Tons of veggie spots, so this is like vegetarian heaven for me we had all kinds of options we chose samsara what did you get
1: um i got this shawarma quinoa bowl it was delicious okay yeah. or not bowl it was a wrap right a, it was kind of like a wrap yeah Yeah.
0: super good yeah uh, and i got him um,
1: like this anti-inflammatory tea because my stomach was still kind of hurting um and it was really good too any additions in that tea or i got some cbd oil <laughs> in the tea <laughs> did, did you did it taste any different i don't think so it was nice
0: I mean, you could get like anything that you've ever seen from like every type of kombucha to like, I mean, everything in this town. So I had the sampler plate because I wanted to try all of it and um, highly recommend Samsara. But some other places, Circles Cafe, super cool. Um, I stopped in there and got an entire loaf of wheat bread because I'm like in search of fiber. (laughs) And I I think I ate the whole thing in the, I mean, entire loaf. I think it was pretty big actually. (laughs) Yeah. But I did damage on it. Got some peanut butter. Um, I wanted cheese, but uh, all I found was, like, vegan cheese, so... Anyhow, after that, what did we do? We went...
1: Um, we were walking back to Lush, but then we heard live music, um, and we followed it, and we ended up at Vita, um, which was super cute. It was, like... A lot of these restaurants have, like, trees going through, and it just reminds me of very, like, treehousey, and it was really cute, um, and they had a live band, so it was playing some good music so yeah yes. that was a really nice way to end the
0: night yeah that was super w- cool because we were blind lemon was another spot you can check out for it el camino um but Ibido was just a nice spot with good live music um excellent so definitely try and take a yoga class at eagle's nest if you're there surprisingly they only had it in the morning i think they had an 8 and 9 30 yeah. right yeah
1: the weekend because we were there on the weekend right yep. it was 8 and 9 30 and then i think during the week it differs slightly but you can find the flyers all over town
0: yeah and they have a nice cafe up there some good food so mm-hmm. feel free to eat and enjoy the view like it's a hustle to get up there we literally couldn't find it oh
1: yeah that's a good point when you yeah. when you're looking at your google maps um you're gonna go through this like what, what would you call that like a gate almost so like a yeah. colorful gate and there's stairs directly to your right and that's what stairs you take because the first time we went we accidentally walked down the whole street and had to ask for directions and we had passed the stairs so don't miss the stairs
0: yeah google maps will not be your friend and then just as you're going up this local neighborhood um just look for like a little like spray painting of a eagle Eagle. right yeah Yeah. and with a little arrow and you're going to go through a lot of mud um and but it's worth it the journey is worth it i think that's why it uh, eliminates all those uh wannabe yoga people so do that um Next day, we decided that we wanted to do everything, so we wanted to start with the sunrise paddleboard. And we went through Venga, and I was emailing back and forth with a guy named Jesse. He was a really uh, good dude, and he led our. We met him at like five twenty at the docks. So we got up at like four forty-five or thirty, um, and uh, headed down there. And yeah, we actually that was the longest paddleboard ride he ever. Er, ride I don't know what you call it paddleboard session he ever did right
1: I ever did, <laughs> no he it remember he, he was did. like I've never oh. gone
0: we went from and San I mean, Marcos to so. Santa Cruz and yeah. he's like wow that's the first for us so um Sam probably was regretting that idea maybe but um arms... I was
1: not regretting it <laughs> no I'm just kidding
0: you made it um that was fun that was a good time he was really nice he's yeah. from Asheville North Carolina and uh yeah um Only thing, uh, they do advertise, we were like, yes, you get stand-up yoga, stand-up meditation uh, on our boards, watching the sunrise. Um, The clouds came in, so we didn't get to see the sunrise. Mm -hmm. Still okay, we're still positive. And uh, no yoga or meditation, but we were still happy. Just to be out there, the water was calm, it was so peaceful. We got to see all the houses, learn a little bit about stuff from um, Jesse, the slackliner. He's actually, that was his job in North Carolina, was selling slacklines to classes, so I was like, dude, we have to talk, so, um, that was fun, and that, we did it for four hours, right? Yeah,
1: something <laughs> we, like that. We <laughs>
0: tried to get back to to go to yoga,
1: but didn't quite make it in time. Yeah. So, we made it back, like, at, like, 9.15 or something like that. Yeah, yeah.
0: so, we had to do everything, so we had to do that, we had to do brunch at Lush, because we heard good things about it, um, we had to do, oh, Eagle's Nest Yoga, um, and we had to do Party that we'll talk about later so we were trying to squeeze it all in just have a really full day of adventures and um so we got that in we got some the brunch in it's a little overpriced but good sam had a how much was your mimosa
1: nine dollars $9 $9 U.S. for a glass not yeah.
0: like a bottle <laughs> so just a really glass. good though was like, Fresh. and they
1: actually put champagne in there because so many places that we've come across they do not in their drinks here <laughs> yeah
0: so you're gonna have to drink uh, extra no so after we did that then we went to well before we talk about that there's just one strip of shops as you get off the boat in the lancha area it just goes straight up through San Marcos and there's cafes galore there is yoga studios there's meditation there is um, every health food stores, health food stores yes uh, and those health food stores have so many good treats I can't not buy treats when I'm walking down the street I got vegan bliss balls. Um, I got a little 100% pure cacao to share with Sam. It's pretty good. Different than milk chocolate, but definitely worth trying. Um, And one thing you'll notice too in San Marcos is like the flyers. There's boards with just everything up there. Um, We saw, what did we see? We saw the ketamine circle healing. Yeah,
1: there's a fungi festival.
0: Fungi festival, rebirth, having your birth again.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, There is ayahuasca ceremony oh, yeah. um we learned all about that from jesse um there is i mean just everything some of it is like jesse was even like some of it's far out man like i can't like just when we were in the health food store shopping i think i just overheard the conversation next to me he's like you know have you tried sleeping with crystals under your pillow that'll help um and i was like okay you know they, they uh-huh. really do buy into it so so check out all those fun cafes check the message board if you have time and we couldn't get there was to gaia dance we hear really oh, good yeah, things we heard- so if you haven't done ecstatic dance yet, you need to do it. Um, I did it in Bali with some friends and um, I remember a quote from my friend Erica was, uh, there's not enough drugs in the world to get me to dance like this. But I think it's really fun. That's the whole point, is just to lose yourself and just have fun. So lots of good ecstatic dance going on there. Um, and yeah, and then lastly, um, if you're in San Marcos or Atitlan or even Guatemala, uh, I met someone at the hostel Dreamboat um, and she told me about the Wizards Collective and um we kind of looked into the wizards collective on their instagram they happened to be having a event um on sunday at posada and yeah. it was really cool um yeah it was a kind of like barbecue but with some sick djs yeah it was like a
1: daytime rave it was so much
0: fun <laughs> yeah yeah sam didn't want to leave at the end but i know it, it really was good i didn't want to leave either but we had to get back to panahachel and as you'll find out the last boats always leave five and then if you want to you know, he says a price, but then he says, oh, but after six, price goes up. So you're kind of unsure of how you'll actually get back. So
1: yeah, I was tempted, but I decided to go back on time.
0: (laughs) Yeah, so Wizards Collective, check them out, do a lot of fun events if you're looking for the party scene. And um, yeah, overall, I would have definitely given myself more time in San Marcos, or if I ever came back, I would for sure stay there again.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah, so anyhow, that's all for San Marcos. Definitely, if you're going to Atitlan, Stay at San Marcos and enjoy. <laughs> okay, time to talk about Lankin and our adventures to Samuk, Champ, Champney Champ, Champney Champney. I don't know. Something like that. You'll figure it out. But anyhow, we started with our trip from Flores to Samuk and it took us 12 hours if you're going to take the shuttle. I think it was supposed to take 10. Oh, we were told Five. five and it took uh yeah like 11 so it's pretty brutal um on the way there there's actually a river that you have to ford like oregon trail status like they put the shuttle onto a little barge and the barge goes across and it's not like a giant sea you're crossing it's just like literally like a puddle of water (laughs) and they just somehow don't have a bridge so give yourself plenty of time and then there's also road construction so they would just stop the workers would just stop all traffic, work for an hour, and then just start again when they feel like it. So um, they let you get out, pee, and there's little tortillas, stands, and everything set up. But prepare for a long journey from Flores to Lanquín. But anyhow, when you get there, oh, and we paid like, I don't know, 150 Q to, to get there. It wasn't too expensive. And it was pretty good because of uh, they still have COVID restrictions in place. So we were at 50% capacity on the way there, right? Yes. It wasn't too bad. Once we were in Lankin, they'll drop you downtown at a little like community health center and if you've arranged ahead your probably hotel or hostel will pick you up. Uh, we were staying at Zephyr Lodge, which turned out to be really nice and we'll talk more about that. But they had a something to pick us up and um, you know, basically you stood in the back of the truck and they just threw your backs in there. But that was nice. So Zephyr Lodge, talk about that. Do you like Zephyr Lodge?
1: Yeah, Zephyr Lodge is really cool. Um the view is amazing. It's uh they have like a infinity pool that's like up in the mountains and um, overlooks the mountains and um and our room had a really cool view too. We had a a private room with a like deck and everything. Um Dan would go do his workouts in the morning out there. It's a pretty good spot. Um but yeah, overall the place is great. Mm
0: -hmm. Okay. And I'm not that guy who works out on vacation. I I was trying to wake up and it was like I had no coffee. So I did a little uh, deck workout. But anyways, um, yeah, the view is amazing. Even the shower. I had to take a picture from the shower. Oh, yeah. Because the view was incredible. Um, And funny note, I learned that Sam is terrified of uh, all things with more than like two legs. Apparently, (laughs) Um, I was in the shower there. And I was like, had soap in my eyes and my face, washing my hair. And then I just heard like, like, terrifying scream. And I was like, Sam's being murdered! <laughs> and uh, darted to get out of the bathroom to save her life. And uh, she's like, oh, it was a bug. And I was like, there' It was a huge
1: spider that didn't die when I tried to kill it. Oh
0: my gosh, by huge. Uh, think two to four inches? What it would was you huge. say? Oh gosh.
1: It's basically a tarantula.
0: I don't know how I still don't know how you and Rachel survived uh Costa Rica. Mm. Oh man, you two together. Me neither. <laughs> um so yeah, so after that terrifying moment my heart like stopped racing. Uh yeah it's really nice. We did the private room. You can do the the dorms which um probably are decent as well. Some of the people said they were pretty uh nice there too. But um we had the private room and it's really nice. Big size, big bed big shower that awesome outdoor deck and we were just super close to the pool and the view was incredible yeah um yeah they had all i mean that place had it run pretty smooth we had little armbands you just touch against the door it would let us in um and they have an awesome hot tub and pool like like sam mentioned and a pool table some good food good drinks um beers were pretty affordable i think like the triple x was like 15q so not bad and not not like beer pong and stuff like that but pretty social just having that atmosphere around there
1: yeah, it worked out because we met people, or we met a good group on our shuttle, um, and they ended up inviting us to the um, the Simic tour the next day. So that was a really fun like group to go with and hang out with afterwards. Yeah.
0: yeah, and that construction's delay, the guy was hanging out there who was like, "Hey, I can do it for you the tour," and he was going to include tubing, and he charged us one sixty, and um, we just connected with these friends that we met and they invited us along. So instead of paying Zephyr Lodge 250, try and find a local guy, shout out Elder.
1: Elder, yeah. Yeah,
0: and uh, you get one, 160, And um, yeah, so let's talk a little bit about, cause everyone's going there for Samuk. So let's talk about Samuk. Um, start off the day in the cave. Um, I am so claustrophobic and I was like, wait, so there's no lights in there. All I have is a candle that's probably gonna get put out. Um, you're out of your mind. So I decided to do some hikes. I hiked up to the viewpoint at the top was really awesome um and then i saw something hanging and i was like look at that fruit that's so cool i think i'm gonna throw a rock at it and see if i can knock it down and as soon as i hit it with the rock i had one of those oh shit moments and uh realized it was a hornet's nest and instantly started sprinting and, <laughs> and basically started falling down the mountain as i slipped and lost my footing and <laughs> had to grab on and hold on for dear life and just totally tore up my arm but um, I survived, didn't get stung at all um, and realized I could actually still run pretty fast. So um, I did that and then you can also go and wander. I hung out with the guy at the front, he has some weights and we kind of bonded over no English but uh, we both like lifting weights and um, yeah, hung out for them. Sam went into the cave. Overall, what do you think of the cave?
1: The cave was awesome, oh my gosh, it was uh, this is uh, pretty intense sometimes. Um, But definitely recommend, uh, we, we, it was like, probably like, I don't know, like seven of us that went on our tour, but there was a bunch of other tour, like groups too. So everyone has a candle, um, and, um, you have to like carry it through and like some of the water you just kind of like walk through, but some of the water is that you can't touch the bottom. So you're like swimming through, they have like ropes, um, like lined up along the cave so you can like hold to them. Um, so that was cool. And then. Uh, it was so funny, though, because I thought it was just going to be, like, a go and, like, walk around in the cave for a few minutes, walk out. But it was, like, an entire, like, basically trail through the cave. I think it was one and a half kilometers one yeah, way. Yeah, no. Um, Fuck that. Yeah. And so <laughs> we, uh, the first obstacle was climbing up a ladder. So that was already kind of interesting. And then we got to a point where you could climb up another ladder or you could use a rope and climb up a waterfall. And... I don't know. Since I was like on the cave, my adrenaline was rushing. I was trying to do all of like the, the things. So I climbed up the waterfall. Um, the water is like gushing in your face, but it made it up. That was pretty cool. And then, um, and then uh, what else? Um, we as we got closer to the end. Um, well, actually, there was this one part where the lights or whatever they're called um, created this structure that they called the Angel's Chair because it looked like a chair like up really high in the air. And they actually put one of the girls on the chairs. I got a pretty cool picture of that. Um but then one of the craziest parts was like at the very end before you turn back and like, you know, go the way you came, um, there's basically a cliff jump inside the cave into like a little pool of water. And I was like, oh I'm not doing that but then I saw like a lot of people do it and I was like, okay, it seems safe enough. Um but the only thing that was scary and I'm really bad at estimating numbers, but if I had to estimate I would say it was probably like six meters. um, Just judging from the other ones that we've done. And the wall, the rock wall of the other side jutted out really far. So um, uh, it was a little scary because you wanted to make sure you didn't jump, like, into the wall. But um, it was really fun. Yeah. Um, And, yeah. And then on the way back, there was, like, another kind (laughs) of, like, interesting obstacle. Um, Basically, there was, like, a gap in the rocks. And Elder told the, the first girl in line... Um, basically, to like wedge her body down into the hole, like this water and a waterfall is like going through, so you can't like see what's underneath. And basically, to like turn yourself down into the hole, and then like to like, after you're done, like grab the candle from him. And it was so scary because like we couldn't see what was under, um, but uh it all worked that's, out, obviously. We all lived. That's um, the
0: part that's scary, like going into a hole. In water and assuming you're going to come out the other end. That is, that, yeah. Everyone even said how scary that was. Yeah,
1: that was, like, almost scarier than the cliff jump, honestly. Because you, like, couldn't God. see where you're going. But oh, we Crazy. Out. Yeah. yeah.
0: So that's definitely worth doing then. And it took, like, an hour. You guys were gone almost. So, um, but, yeah. And then I was able to do the rope swing, kind of hang out with some of the other groups that cruised through there while they were doing that. Uh, but yeah, some good viewpoints that you don't get to do on the tour. So if you have a little extra time or go by yourself, just hike above Samuk, and there's a really good viewpoint up there of the whole um, area. And then after that, we did the rope swing. Rope swing is pretty legit. Um, you definitely got some air. I belly flop. Sam somehow managed to land her <laughs> landing, and um, that's a really cool one. That was probably the biggest. Rope swing I've ever seen.
1: Yeah, it was really cool because it was like an actual like swing that you like sat on like a wooden plank instead of like just holding onto a rope. So that was pretty cool, and it was like so long. And I was like worried because like you kind of have to like I thought you're gonna have to like push yourself off the swing, but your momentum basically like throws you off the swing. so yeah. As long as you try to land with your feet first and not belly flop, you should be good.
0: And the fun part is you can't go back. If you chicken out, you literally can't go back because you'll go there's a high chance you're going to plow into the steel poles that it's uh, built into so um, off you go and then after that we went over to the waterfall where you can do some cliff jumping Um, that was like 10 meter right yeah I think that one was 10 meter 10 meter right next to the waterfall Um, and then just play under the waterfall super gorgeous we went up into climbed up it and went into the little cave so you can see where the water goes under Samuk and comes out into the river and yeah it's really gorgeous up there so get yourself up there as well And then after that, we did our tubing. And um, unfortunately, we didn't get the full tubing experience. Um, We got like just a baby experience of it, but it was still really fun. And we both were like, this water is perfect. I wish we could do this all day. So if I had a chance to alter, I would have altered and added one more day to tube. We had the radio ready to go. Get some, you know, there's people around there selling beers, tossing them at you. So that would be a really fun activity to add to it. Um and then after our tubing we had all you can eat buffet. We talked them down um for there was like a bunch of non uh, meat eaters some vegans and vegetarians so we got it down to 40 for us I think 50 for you guys which it's always been weird that vegetarians are paying for like the rice and the salad and we're paying the same price. So that was awesome. Someone else there was like, "Yeah, that's stupid." So we were able to get that price. And the food was actually pretty good. The ch- chayote was really good. Um it's like a yeah, it was like a sweet potato almost. It's really good. And then yeah. kids are all over there, and they're like, "My name is Mary. I want to sell you, you know, buy a beer from me. My name is Mary. What's your name?" And I was like, "Daniel." And then they'll yeah. remember it. And then when you come back later in the day, they say, "Oh, remember Daniel? You said you'd buy beer from me." And you're like, "Oh, gosh, okay, you know." So, um, but also bargain them. They're really hard at first. They started at twenty five, I think, and I got two for 30 and then after that you're ready to leave they're like five it's happy hour yeah. and, and mind you these kids are like eight years old with perfect so english cute. so yeah so after that you're gonna hike up to the view the highest viewpoint on the other side of the mountain for samook and took, i don't know it's pretty simple maybe 25 no it actually was like 45 minutes probably up there and it is just hot as balls there's no other way to describe it uh, i just had my board shorts on and they were <laughs> soaking wet so it is that humid and that muggy and that hot in uh, Smoke. So drink a lot of water, um, buy the water from those cute kids. And uh, after that, you're down to the pools. And uh, what did you think of the pools overall?
1: Oh my gosh, the pools were so pretty. Um, all of them were just like crystal clear blue water. You could see like, you know, down to the bottom almost. Um, and then the pools kind of like cascaded downhill into each other. So we like kind of just made our way down and, and jumped into each of the pools. Um, so that was really cool, and like Dan said, it was so super hot, so the water was super oh, yeah.
0: refreshing. Yeah, it was so clear too. Yeah, it was amazing. So we just explored there, kind of um, cooled off for an hour, and then finally we had to head our, head head back, um, grab some beers from those uh, friendly uh, salespeople, um, and yeah, we rode back in the back of a truck with a bunch of people and Sam was DJing and uh, we got to see the countryside and it was just an awesome moment. Like we had such a good time with that crew. Um, And then when we got back, Sam and I uh, walked into the town. I always like to go into the town a little bit rather than just going right to the hostel, kind of see what the locals are like. Um, Got to meet some of the street dogs, which is always one of my favorite things and bought some tacos for them. Uh, We got some, I would love eating the, whatever the street food is and kind of randomly just would ask if it's vegetarian and she's like, see so we got kind of what were they potato tacos that one night
1: yeah those were good
0: and the then something the like tortillas. a wrap right with frijoles in it um was yeah. really good and then we had the local drink and we bought some cans of stuff just to try different things and then yours was not good it's whatever the popular yeah, was, sugary like, drink is
1: really sugary oh i couldn't finish it so
0: bad but that's a little tip too if you're staying at Lanquin, um at zephyr lodge just go buy some beers like right outside and then we filled our thermoses up <laughs> And our, uh, all of our stuff. So we were, uh, saved quite a bit of money instead of paying like 20, 15 Q, we paid five Q each beer. So definitely able to save some money that way. And then we went in, we had a great time with all that crew. We hung out in the hot tub literally until they kicked us out. Like we hung okay. out with those people from Denmark. Uh, I was talking to those girls from Guatemala, the dental students. And then who else was there? Uh, some Germans, um, all the British people we met. Yeah. That hot tub was full. Like with yeah. people. Yeah after the kicks out of there, then we went to the pool and then some chicken fights and some, um, just shenanigans, uh, after they finished some towers of, drink, oh, uh, Mac brought in the uh, Coke. I think that was Coke, a whole yeah. two liter and a full Coke. bottle.
1: Yeah. Passed that around.
0: Yeah. Passed that around the hot tub and then that was gone. So finally we, uh, everything was shut down because that's one thing in Guatemala now is everything is pretty much shut down by like 10. So that was probably plenty good for me. And, uh, yeah, Zephyr Lodge, a great place to stay. Um, and they can arrange your transport to your next destination, which they did for us. We were headed to, um, where were we headed to next? My brain is, everything is mixing together. Uh, oh, the lake. Yeah. So we're headed to the lake and we can talk about that. That turned out to be 11 hours as well. So another long one to be ready for some long road trips. But otherwise, Samuk was just incredible one of my favorite things of the day just hanging out with all the tourists or tourists with all the friends we met like really like goofing around with tom and angus all day like i was i was doing british accent and he was making fun of california so doing like this surfer accent it was really great uh we we learned that kaigo is actually pronounced kugo so now i'm gonna correct everyone who ever and just look like an idiot i'm sure but we learned all and we were asking where are you from and they'd say and we're like what's the famous djs from there so um, yeah, learned a lot, had a great time. I love that about traveling.
1: Yeah, and a lot of people we've met, like not from Smuk, um, are are planning to skip it because it's kind of out of the way. But I, I think we both highly recommend going, even though it's out of the way, because that was that was definitely one of the major highlights of our Guatemala trip. So definitely yeah. recommend.
0: I same thing. A lot of the blogs I read said, oh, it's a little out of the way. Well, it's not a little out. Of, it's, it's quite out of the way, but. You know, uh, I, I kind remi- of yeah. It was kind of like when I first was doing some research on um, Guatemala. I saw the tubing pictures and them tossing them in the beers, and like it reminded me of when I went to Laos with Rachel, and like we had a great time. So um, that it, it's yeah, it's something you should do. Stay the extra day, do the tubing tour because that's another option I didn't mention. It's like a full day tour of tubing. Um, so anyhow, that's all of our trip for Samuk, and we will update you um, on the next one. Welcome to the lake, <laughs> Lago de Atitlan. We first stop for our trip to Lago de Atitlan was Panajachel, and we got there via shuttle from where did we come from? Lankin, right? It, they may t- tell you. Well, no, actually, they did tell us ten to eleven hours, and it took yeah. exactly eleven. Um, it wasn't bad. Uh, it didn't it was like little? It was a little pricey because it's the longer one, but. Yeah, we booked it through our hostel, Zephyr Lodge. So, um, pretty comfortable. That one, we barely had anyone on our thing, right? We had the whole road to ourselves.
1: Yeah, that was really nice.
0: And we were nauseous um, to the max. Was that the one we got super nauseous on and then we decided to buy Dramamine? Or?
1: Yeah, I think so. Okay, because yeah, of this one. Yeah, for the longer ones, yeah. yeah.
0: And it was only decent because we got to lay down. So, uh, we got there late at night and we checked into our room. We stayed at Dreamboat Hostel which is probably the biggest game in town there. Um, super fun. We got there right at, um, well, we missed, technically, the beer pong tournament, but it got started late, so we got there in time for the beer pong tournament, and we learned some new rules for beer pong. We had, what do we have? Oh, we had the flip cup, right? Okay. So it was like, uh, uh, what was olé,
1: it? Olé, olé, olé,
0: olé, olé. Oh, right. flip the,
1: the cup. cup. All I, all I, yeah, two, <laughs> yeah, times. <that>
0: one. <laughs> two <laughs> times, and then you flip the cup. Um, I think that was the only other rule change. Um, we were curious. So we're like, are you guys just gonna use these old cups? Or and sure enough, like so. Sam doesn't know if she got sick off of the flip cups because that table was pretty gnarly. But
1: yeah, I got pretty sick the next day.
0: Yeah, so <laughs> maybe use new cups. Uh, but anyhow, we checked in Dreamboat Hostel. The front desk lady was so helpful. Super awesome. They have a community kitchen, they have a rooftop, they have a pool, they have a workout space. Um, we had a super, you know, we had a private room and it was super basic. No soap even, like, like old ass hand-me-down looking Lennons, but it's a hostel, so it's all you need. And it was pretty quiet. Yeah. 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 Um. And then, yeah, so all the workers were really fun. One guy was, the bar was fun, really nice. The beer pong coordinator was fun. I think he beat you pretty good, but he also plays yeah. every single day and then he whooped my ass, so.
1: Yeah. Cheater. Pretty good, yeah, yeah. Okay.
0: So uh, he's a ringer. Um, we had so much fun, and uh, we met some of the other locals that were there, and we decided to go to get pupusas after the game, which I hadn't had before, and you had neither, right? nope Yeah. So we had some veggie pupusas with cheese, and one with spinach, and they were delicious. And three for ten quetzals, and it's just like, you know, two blocks from Dreamboat, so a good place to eat food. Um, then we went to an after party with them at their friend's house, and we walked through the rain to get there. And uh, it was fun. We listened to music. We talked about uh, one guy didn't speak any English, so he just kind of sat there and would show us stuff on YouTube. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, the other guy owns the coffee shop right underneath Dreamboat. That was who uh, brought us to the party. And it was fun. We stayed till like midnight. Uh, I met a girl who told me about eating, uh, what was it? Rhino mushrooms that grew out of rhino poop. Yeah. Because we both had been to Nepal and Chittawan and she... Would steal the rhino poop and grow mushrooms and dose them or microdose every day, them, something like that. I don't <laughs> know. It's really crazy, but she was an interesting character, and she told us about the wizards collective. So shout out to her for, yeah, for that. That
1: was awesome.
0: Yeah. So um, fun night, super fun first night. The next day we got up and uh, headed out. You go down. It's right. You know, Dreamboat's really close to everything. Um, if you're going to go to the Chichi Market, they have a tour for that. If you're going to go to, you know, any of the other areas that's probably your best launch point your best transit option uh we also did a thousand different stalls to go shopping right up and down the street sam wanted a thousand bracelets and i (laughs) went about ten i know
1: dan got me on the bracelet train
0: (laughs) so we're looking for bracelets and other trinkets that we didn't need to buy um and i tried every street food that i walked by that was vegetarian so that was super fun a lot of cheap stuff good shopping good bargaining there um anything else i'm trying to think about that city Oh, we went to the Reserve Hotel at Atitlan. Um super overpriced, super overrated. Um we had cool hanging bridges. Yes. And pretty good hike, but um no monkeys and no coties. And they wanted seventy Q to get in, which I think was super overpriced for what we saw. So Yeah,
1: they all they also didn't have the zip lines running. Oh
0: yeah, no zip lines. So we did a good hike there and um there's tons of plastic in their waterfall. Remember that? It's yeah. Gross and sad. So uh, don't use plastics, but also don't go there anyway. So skip that. Otherwise, Penn Shell doesn't have too much. We also use that for our launch point for our paragliding, which was amazing. Um, I am super scared of heights, but uh, I, when I first saw pictures of Adedlan years ago, I saw that picture. So when hang gliding, I thought if I ever did it, that would be a cool place. So sure enough, I put it off my thoughts until the day of. And then I was like, Sam, should we do this? Should we do a bale on it? Uh-huh. Should we bale? But uh, Yeah. It was fun, they pick you up, um, drive you to the top, and once you're at the top, um, explain nothing in English, just kind of stare at you while they get gear out, put you in the gear without saying anything in English, and I was like, "Um, am I secure? Uh, Are these tightened? And uh, all of a sudden you just hear, uno, dos, tres, run, and there's just a cliff, and he expects you to just literally run off the cliff. So, scary as hell to do that, but once you're in the air, You are, uh, it's awesome. It was definitely super exciting to be up there. Like it's one of those surreal experiences where you're floating and there's literally, um, like eagles floating next to you. So pretty incredible to see. I would highly recommend it pretty expensive. It was like 90 us dollars, but you know, I mean, you don't want to bargain when you're paragliding. So just pay the price, go with this company really good. And, uh, yeah. Awesome experience. Did you have fun paragliding, Sam? Sam is literally asleep in the time that we started oh, talking. Sorry,
1: what? what? <laughs> Did you have
0: fun paragliding?
1: Yes, oh my God, paragliding was amazing. <laughs> Sam's um, doing
0: micro naps sorry. right now.
1: Yeah, no, um, it was crazy at first when he told us just to like...
0: Finishing that up, Sam is napping. So we're finishing where that got cut off. Uh, um, we, so kind of had y'all just finish up. We'll talk about Chichi Market but chi chi market is definitely really cool to check out um you have to go on a thursday or a sunday um all the locals indigenous people sorry it's a little noisy we are sam is power napping at uh driftwood hostel and it's a little little rowdy but um yeah so uh definitely go to the market uh we were gonna book through our hostel dreamboat they wanted 150 uh i can always find a bargain. Uh, I am known for that. So did a little wandering through town, did some bargaining, um, was appalled at the rate this guy gave me. And he said, you know, okay, I'll take you right now. And I'll do it for 100. So I got 50Q off, that was not bad. And he took us right away. Worked out, we had a guy on there who was from Tulum. Uh, we learned basically Tulum, well, I did was the Tuluminati, um, And he was telling us about um, there is a cure for cancer and a cure for COVID. Um, and it is his bees that he can sting you with. And, uh, there was an ER doctor on there with us who was awesome from Utah. And, uh, we were both like, "Uh uh-huh. Oh, oh, wow. Wow. I haven't heard of that cure yet. Um, so that was interesting. And then the ER doctor, um, from Oregon in uh, Utah, and he and I got talking about Burning Man and me, him and Sam are for sure going to Burning Man again. So, um, he, again, me for the first time and I can't wait. But the market is amazing. You're going to have to go. There are so many trinkets. I love wandering markets. It is my favorite thing. The sights, the sounds, the smells, the locals, um, the bargaining. Sam hates bargaining and she's so bad at it. And I think she'd admit that. And um, I would do all her bargaining and her interpreting. And um, I'd make her, had to teach her the head shake of like, "Mm, no, I don't want it. And then uh, (laughs) because she would smile and laugh. And i'm like sam you're killing my bargaining skills so she got a bunch of stuff i got a bunch of stuff Uh, we got some really awesome food ate at a really nice restaurant there's some nice ones right by the church sent um the main church uh he and i went in and went did did some exploring um she was not allowed in because she had booty shorts on so make sure you're dressed appropriately if you're gonna go to the church in town it was pretty awesome um i also asked the group if they wanted to go up to the mayan altar they were definitely down we went up there and there was a ceremony going on they were blessing it they had this this tar that burns constantly and um, they were singing and, and speaking to people who they've lost is what we heard so that was really cool um it's just a little bit of a hike sam was still sick from beer pong or other things from the night before so um, a couple of bathroom breaks into some nausea but she made it up the hill with us and then um, i also Um, brought up an art gallery that I saw that was made by kids and that benefited kids so we went to that and then uh uh, I drugged the group to the cemetery and it's a really neat cemetery to wander around it's so colorful you can see all the different um styles of you know I don't know what you'd call that um graves and crypts and all kinds of things where um People are laid to rest, but really interesting. Some were um a lot of them actually were for 2020 and they were just dirt mounds. Um and I don't know if that was from COVID or not, but just an interesting stroll. Um yeah. So tons of bargain to be had. Sam bought a thousand bracelets, I bought only ninety-nine bracelets. Um, we got a cool hat and uh some other trinkets, but we both said we wish we had more time there to just wander the stalls. I tried all the the foods, any street food I always bought. Um, And Sam would sample the ones that I kind of tested for and said were Sam approved and good. So definitely check out the Chi Chi market. I heard, you know, mixed things. It's not worth it. You can bargain other places, but this by far, by far has the most stuff that I've seen in all the markets in Guatemala so far worth a visit. People are friendly. You get to see people in traditional Mayan clothes, speaking traditional languages. The clothing is beautiful. The colors here, people are friendly. So Definitely check out Chi Chi. Um, last thing on Hichel, um, because, uh, you know, and I say, talked about Chi Chi, because this is the launching point for it. It's only about, took us 45 minutes. We were ready to take the chicken bus. We were wandering there and that was the plan, but this guy said he'd take us right away. So didn't save us, um, or it didn't cost us too much more to take a direct bus. Um, but yeah, Penahechel is gonna be a great launching point. Last thing we did in Hichel, um, in addition to the paragliding um, and just wandering the streets, uh, tons of markets, tons of street food. I tried every one from the sweets to um, the pupusas to all kinds of fun food that they sell on the streets. Um, but they also had a lot of shops down by the river, or excuse me, by the lake, the, the shores of the lake. has tons of shops with great bargaining. Um, and also Reserva Atitlan. Lonely Planet has its start as a great spot to visit. And um, you know, usually they're pretty spot on. This was super overrated. It was not cool. Um it was a nice hike, nice hiking trails within it. But they supposed to be monkeys, there's supposed to be coaties roaming around. Um it was not. We saw none. Um we saw some huge spiders that Sam freaked out at, some cool hanging bridges, um, and a cool waterfall, but the bottom had a ton of plastics. Um it just reminded me that uh A we all need to stop with our plastic usage, uh reusable bottles, reusable straws. That's been awesome on this trip for myself. Um but yeah, skip that if you have a chance. Um, reserve reserva atitlan um, is not worth it. So overall, Penachel is a great launching point, good spot to catch any boats, to go to any. You know, if you just want to go for the day, you can go from the day. Go for the day 25Q for us tourists. I don't know if it's even cost locals anything. Um, but the last boat is gonna be at you want to be at the dock at five. Because by six it's the last one. So anyhow, that's Penachel, that's Chichi Market, and Yeah, get yourself out there to both of those spots. Okay, so today we're gonna talk about El Peridon. It is about two hours from uh, Antigua. We got a shuttle from Antigua at Tropicana Hostel for, I think it was only, that was the cheapest one, I think 90Q. And while they said two hours, it took us about two and a half hours. Um, and one of the reasons why is because on that route, the police stopped two times, stopped us at several different situations, and they're "quote unquote" looking for drugs, but also uh, I think trying to find a reason to get some money from you. And I know they pulled me over, and I overheard them saying that I had a like a net gator on, and another guy had a bandana on, and masks are the only thing you should be wearing. So um, luckily, we had a guy, Victor. Shout out Victor because he's awesome. He's uh, one of the managers at Driftwood Hostel, was on our shuttle. And it was awesome because he was able to talk to them and say, it's okay, we'll give them a mask. And uh, we got out of that because I don't even want to know what it would have cost. Um, one thing we didn't know, both of us, was that in Antigua, if the cops want, they can fine you $1,000 U.S. on the spot for not having a mask. So definitely have a mask until um, they tell you not to. But So two and a half hours to get there, and we instantly started noticing that the temperature was changing like super fast to hot muggy and humid um and yeah we definitely noticed that our shuttle was interesting too because we had people from all over we had the soon-to-be bartender at driftwood a dog a surfboard and then two other girls who used to work at driftwood um so yeah so what did your overall first thoughts on el
1: Perido and sam um it's really cool it was nice to be at the beach after hiking a Acatenango and um, kind of have like more of a chill beach day. It was really pretty. Um, the town is really small and it's mostly like um, like huts with the, what, what do you call the roof? Palapa um, thatched yeah. huts,
0: kind of rooftop.
1: Yeah, it was a really cool vibe. Um, and uh, yeah, they had like volleyball and a pool and Bar and everything. So yeah, it was really nice and the water was the perfect temperature in the ocean
0: Oh, yeah, the water the, for, well, the water temperature is amazing. That's like the highlight of the beach there It's a black sand beach, um, which is interesting But the waves are actually some of the best waves like El Tunco in El Salvador is one of the top surf spots in the world And this is just not as well known, but the waves are crazy big so good surf um, but yeah the because it's black sand after 11 it is so hot like we literally couldn't step on the sand without shoes and you can't lay out on it either cause it gets so hot so and as sam said too she made a good point that it's such a small town we're like well let's go explore the town and after about 20 minutes of going left we're like well that's the end of it and then going right there was nothing so really small town and we'll talk about that when we talk about our party surge later but yeah driftwood has a really cool pool um they have a swim up bar um i we both were like, I'm not putting my head under the water because I think uh, it's not maybe the cleanest pool uh, just because everyone's partying in it, but I wouldn't go underwater in Vegas either, so it's, it's not a, a snub on driftwood. Um, yeah, we started out in the private dorms and we had two bunk beds and it's kind of more semi-private because a door separates you, but there's a huge like four foot gap above the door that you just listen to all that and we'd have to go through the, the mixed dorms to get to our room. And we're both like, do we make eye contact with people in their beds or not? Because it's kind of weird. So, um, And again, Victor was so cool. He's like, hey, we have the fishbowl, they call it. The room with the, right, on the wa- or right on the pool and you can see everything. Would you guys like that? And we both were like, uh, sure. And so I think he thought we were like dating. We wanted a private room. But uh, it actually was just a, a nice room. So after Sam did her bug inspection, uh, we got the approval and it was good. So um, what did you think about the room?
1: Um... That was nice. Um, definitely, like, a little bit more space than the bunk beds, and you could, like, see the pool and everything. Um, but, uh, yeah, um, there was a giant roach the last day. That kind of was scary, but <laughs> other than that, it was fine. <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know if that was the same roach or several roaches, and then there was a the baby roach, and then when you turn the sink, or the, the whole sink would, sh- like, shift <laughs> and spray all over, and then the shower. I remember Sam walked into the bathroom after, like, because they turn the ac off so the ac's on from 5 p.m until 9 a.m but in that room is a like a sweat box in the afternoon and she opened the door to the bathroom and (laughs) i think the smell just hit her oh man was it pungent so um what else we uh yeah there's some interesting um but that's hostel life for you we had like a a baby towel and uh i was paranoid about putting my face on the uh, actual mattress for some reason we noticed all the hostels here and and they don't have like a sheet like you can literally see through the sheet and read the mattress that has any writing on it so i'm um, not sure that's the cleanest way but hey it's hostile life mm-hmm. so you roll with the punches and yeah bring your own obviously everything you need because there's nothing provided but yeah every night they have community they have volleyball at five um and then they have community dinner at seven that dinner was good right
1: yeah
0: it's all you can eat they have you wash your hands first wear a mask when you get the food like had great veggie options for me, and I think it was fifty-five Q. Yeah. So, and there's only like two other places you could probably eat in town. So this is probably your best bet. Um, and the night one, they got it kicked off right away with some. What did we play first after?
1: I think it was called like Survivor Flip Cup.
0: Survivor Flip Cup. It was really
1: fun. Yeah, basically like almost like musical chairs. They play like the music, and then when it stops, you have to turn around, drink your cup, and then once you flip it, like. So where it flips the right way, like in Flip Club, you kneel down, and the last person to do that is out.
0: It's yeah, really and then they, they gave awards for dancing. So as we danced around the table, try to show off your best moves. But that was super fun. Um, again, it, we, we made it down to the final five. Sam um, made it as well. And then we both, like, Sam was doing great at the beginning. I was sucking, and then we switched, and then I was doing okay, and Sam was sucking at the very end. And damn it, we lost. Like we should be professionals at this. Some like twenty-two-year-old yeah. or something like that. So
1: representing California, though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, it was
1: literally down to I think four people from California and yeah. the girl from Philly.
0: Yes, my wife, but she deserved to lose because. Uh, <laughs> um, so anyhow, after that game, what did we do? We played. Oh, they kind of turned it into like a little like clubby and like. Um, what else? There's beer pong going, and then all of a- and then I think at nine was it nine or ten. They shut it down like 10 10 okay so you'll go till 10 there and like again victor runs a awesome ship and he's like hey it's at 10 they shut it down like i mean i could easily see how that place could like not be so great but because of him i feel like it's pretty great and they said okay after party at the ice cream shop so we all kind of linked up and walked over to the ice cream shop and sure enough like full-on like speakers like bartender slinging some kind of homemade drinks and ice cream so that was super fun it was like sweaty as balls in there um like i had to go shirtless in the ice cream shop because it was that bad
1: mm-hmm.
0: um so what did you think of the ice cream shop after party
1: oh my gosh it was so fun like um we had walked by the ice cream shop earlier in the day and we noticed like the paint like was like kind of like this 90s retro it looked really cool and then it was just funny when we like got there and we we're like oh this is the same place we saw earlier but um yeah it's, it's kind of packed in there but they had like an outdoor area which was nice that you could go out to um brought the led hula hoop so that was a hit everyone wanted to play with it um but yeah it was pretty fun they played some good music too they even played turn off the lights by chris Lake. love that song so it was a really fun time
0: And tiesto mm-hmm. business great song oh, uh, yeah other than that it was a lot of like reggae tone and stuff but it still was so fun everyone was so freaking nice like uh everyone wanted to do uh the hula hoop we and all the guys we all were like shit this is harder than i thought (laughs) (laughs) so um yeah and luckily nobody broke her hula hoop so that was good um and there's just some funny characters leo i'll never forget leo um who else um
1: neil
0: ill ill so neil was this british guy who i don't know if he like lives at the hostel or he's just always there his girlfriend works there and she's awesome but Neil was hilarious. And he's like, some girl walked with me, wouldn't even look at me, and just said, Ella, <laughs> kept walking. So me and Sam were using that for the rest of the, the time there. So, Neil, I hope we connect again, man. You were hilarious. Yeah. Um, what else? Uh, the, uh, met the local, uh, I don't know what you'd call him, uh, salesman for to, to, to tourists there. And, you know, just met a lot of people. Um, I tapped out at like 12... I think I went home at like 12 and Sam went, and you guys went to the beach, kind of listened to music,
1: Um, chilled out, Mm -hmm.
0: sounded pretty chill. Um, I was just done for after uh, all the sun and sand and so hot. I mean, I was literally drenched. Like I think both of us had to come home. I came home at least and showered before I'd even go to bed, it was so bad.
1: I always (laughs) drenched (laughs) off.
0: Yeah, so, um, and then the next day we were kind of like, okay, let's see what the next day has and let's do some adventures. So we signed up. One thing you can do is the swamp mangrove tour you're going through the mangroves in the swamp uh, on a paddleboard um but the guy got covid actually canceled on us so we're like okay what else so but there's really not a lot to do in el Peredón except party so sit by the pool party the sun was intense i don't know how you laid out in it mm-hmm. but you did and um yeah so don't come expecting a lot of to do it was nice that we ended after the hike we were so sore and tired but, again, there's really not a lot to do. me and Sam were like, we're so used to getting up at, like, 435 and, like, going on all-day adventures that we're both, like, almost got tired, right?
1: Yeah. Because
0: mm-hmm. there's just, like, we walked as far as we could one day on the beach. And that took us to, you know, you'll come to the river uh, where it goes off into the ocean. And that was it. So, um, but otherwise, El don't come for a fun backpacker party. Tons of people from all over the world. Um, you're going to meet there. But... You know, the next night it was so quiet. Me and a group of people and Sam were literally like back in high school, like listening for sounds to find the after party. Um, Paka Lolo is the ice cream shop, and they were kind of being really chill that night. But um anyhow, we never found the the elusive party that day. So
1: we did hear though that on to Saturday, which is the day we had to leave, that they were having DJs and stuff. So it sounds like unless it was just like coincidence thursdays and saturdays are the, the fun nights there
0: yeah so plan accordingly and uh driftwood there's a couple other places to stay mellow hostel but i say driftwood is your best bet by far and uh definitely if victor's there give him some love because he is an incredible dude and um yeah i gave him my uh, tank top and he was super stoked about it so he's mm-hmm. awesome otherwise any other thoughts on el perdon
1: um no, but it was just a nice. Oh, definitely wear bug spray. I got oh. so many mosquito bites the second day. Um, but yeah, it was just a nice, cute, tiny beach town, and it was honestly um, like a kind of like a nice, like chill out day after um, our huge hike the day before. So yeah, it was cool.
0: Yeah, bug spray. Give some love to the hostile pig that they have there, and uh, yeah. All right, that's it for El Peredón. Have a good time. <laughs> okay, so now we're gonna talk about Akatenango, which took me forever to learn how to say it but it is an epic hike and the whole trip kind of that's what inspired me to, to book this was not only seeing the paragliding pictures over the lake but seeing the fact that there is a active volcano that someplace in the world where they let you climb on is insane to me so that was a big draw to come to Guatemala and our entire trip everything I would ask everyone we met what's been your favorite thing so far and almost everyone Said a Catanango trek was the highlight. It is, it like it's hard to live up to that billing, but it really did, and that it was incredible. But there wasn't a lot of great information out there, and you never know—is that information like accurate, or is this from people who never hike? And that's why. So all the people who said, "Oh my gosh, it was so tough," I was always skeptical because sometimes you hear that about local hikes, and you're like, uh, "It's not that bad, dude." But. Um, So we'll start with, we booked it through Ox and they were super reliable. I'll tell you why I like them is that they were like wilderness certified. They were like super professional. They were dressed in like almost like a uniform. It said Ox on their shirt. They had all high end equipment, um, you know, like a altimeter barometer on their wrist, walkie talkies in case anything went bad. And they were just spoke, they spoke English and Spanish and they were just very professional. A lot of the people on the hill are locals, which is great. They probably know the mountain just as well. But just having that extra added you know, like wilderness safety certified and all those things in case anything went wrong was pretty nice. Also, I read some reviews that um, some of the equipment provided with some of the cheap places. If you go around town looking for a bargain, you're going to get sleeping bags with holes in it or the zippers don't work, crappy tent equipment. And I, I know we had like Kelty sleeping bag rated at 20, so it was pretty warm and uh, some nice tents. So uh, we'll start off with the price. We paid like, it's expensive. It was like 100 and. I don't know. I think for the double whammy. So, we did the double whammy. That's that's when you do you hike up to the top of acatanango set up base camp, and then if you want to go on, there's another 40, so like 90 plus 40 and um to to hike to Fuego. So, you're going to pay a lot of money, but you get what you pay for, I feel like with this. So, let's just start. We started at we were late getting to Ox at 7:30. And they were like, all right, pack your bags. We got to go. We got to go. And we were like, we have so many questions on what to bring and what to pack. But they also included a day pack. So me and Sam both took advantage of that, put our stuff in the locker, and then quickly boarded. So what did we do first? We went, they included a first breakfast at Samsara, which is the same place in San Marcos, vegetarian spot. It was pretty good, right? What would you think of the food?
1: Yeah, it was really good. It was
0: really good. And me and Sam were both rushed, and we hate being rushed, so... Um, a little anxiety to start, and we had so many questions that we had no idea about the hike, and I guess we just figured we'd figure it out as we go. How big was our group, probably?
1: Um, I think, like, 14 people, because I remember there was, like,
0: seven on each van. Okay, yeah. So it wasn't a giant group, and it wasn't, you know, small, but it can make a difference if you have a huge group. You're always going to get some slower people, and that really, we had some of them and some of those people in our group, and that kind of, like, made it a little more challenging um, but also it gave us breaks so like we were at no point like dead so all right so let's start off with the beginning of the hike we were all excited we got all the energy we stopped they try and rent you trekking poles we made of wood 5q most people got them uh, me and Sam didn't did you like the poles use them on the way down but did you what do you think did they help
1: yeah um, they helped like when we were hiking back down from Fuego because it was super steep and it was dark and the, the, uh, it's, like, lava rocks, so none of the ground is, like, stable. So it definitely helped because I was slipping, like, a lot before uh, our guide, um, Miguel, lent me his poles. So, yeah, I think – I mean, I think they do help, um, especially in the dark, but not 100% necessary. But, yeah, yeah they helped.
0: Yeah, so if you want to use them, use them. Um, I didn't use them, and I seemed like I did Okay. But um, I think, like she said, coming down, especially in the dark, they'd be a little bit more stable. And for 5Q, you know, it's not that bad. Um, So we started off, you're going to hike for um, quite a while. And then you'll come to like, there's like a coffee house randomly. And then we kind of rested there. The only thing is we were resting like every, as soon as me and Sam would be like, dang, this is no joke. There would be a rest break. And the only problem with that is that they were too long. Did you think they were too long?
1: Yeah, like I definitely needed the breaks like. And the frequency was nice because, man, it was it was tough to hike up that mountain with the, the pack on. But um, it could have been definitely shorter breaks because I feel like we stopped for almost as long as we were hiking each time.
0: Yeah, breaks were way too long. But, yeah, the frequency was good. And you're going to go through all the climates. Like, I started in shorts and a sleeveless shirt, and I was sweaty. And then as you start to go through, like, the rainforest section, you'll maybe put a layer on. And then at lunch break we set up shop somewhere and we had an amazing sandwich i don't know what that was but yeah. oh man did i hit the spot so um you know and we sat there for an hour though like we totally didn't need an hour to rest because it started raining on us and i had to get the poncho out And i'm like ugh, let's just keep going get this over with and um yeah one thing i want to point out one note is i thought i'd be starving right so i bought all these snacks and they give you so many like calorie dense foods like for breakfast lunch and dinner were you hungry at all the trip, really? Aside from the, after the food that they gave us?
1: Um, not really. I still had a couple of like protein bars, um, but definitely not as hungry as I thought I was going to be after all of that.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think I more so liked my caffeine packets just because, like, oh, man, did we need energy on this trip? So, or on this hike, I should say. So after that, after lunch, we still had another, like, I think two hours um, to get going up to the top. And, uh, again, through the rain it kind of was the only crappy part. It gets a little muddy. But, luckily, the volcanic rock kind of makes it not as muddy as you'd expect. But after that, we got up towards um, base camp about, what would you say, 3.30? Yeah, four, somewhere, somewhere there. around there. And then um, we kind of dropped stuff our bags, set up the tents. And then, um, you know, then he said, okay, who's going to Fuego? And, again, we had, you said, 12 or 14. I think it was – just me and you and then the guy from poland right mm-hmm. and as soon as we dropped our bags we were off like he w- we were flying we had a fast group with us and we were like literally skiing almost down those you know on those uh weight way- on the way down um and i think both of us were like oh crap all of a sudden it got cloudy and then it started hailing on us and we were both like this is not going as planned um but we kept going and he had a stop and he's like i think it's gonna clear up and i was like dude there's no way and as soon as we got to the top, it cleared up. Like, it was almost sunset, probably 30 minutes to sunset. It cleared up, and we had this cute dog, and the dogs will follow you along. I gave him all the snacks I had because he was such a sweet dog. And um, anyhow, we get to the top, and you can hear Fuego, like, belching and, like, getting all loud and rumbly. And sure enough, like, started giving off little bits of uh, smoke and explosions. And as soon as the sunset, uh, Miguel, our tour guide, said, you know what? I feel like there's going to be a big one and holy crap that was incredible like nothing i've ever seen in my life and i don't think i'll ever see something hands down the coolest thing i've ever seen uh what did you think of going to fuego
1: oh yeah that was the best part of the whole hike i think you have to do that part um i mean you can see the volcano from the campsite but it it was not like comparable to like being like 100 yards away from it um And, um, yeah, like Dan was saying, it was one of the most amazing things I've ever seen in my life. Like seeing lava just like explode over and over again from the volcano, definitely really cool. And then, um, besides, you know, the actual volcano, just the view up there was amazing. The sunset was beautiful and you could see like part of the lake, um, and like you could see the Pacific ocean and then you could see like. Well, like three other volcanoes in the distance? Like uh, the view of Pacaya was awesome, especially because when we hiked it, we couldn't see anything. So the view of that was really pretty. And then you could also see, well, obviously, Akatsunango and then. I think you could see Agua too. If yeah, not Agua mistaken. is
0: very big and large. Yeah,
1: and you're like kind of above the clouds, and it's just really cool. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely have to do that part. That was the best part of the whole
0: thing. And you know, and, and I'm not gonna lie, like, I think Sam and I are both in a good physical shape, and it was no joke. Like, we both were like one foot in front of the other, keep going, like kind of hyping each other up for the whole hike. And then to get to Fuego, and you're just, your back is shot from carrying all that stuff up. My feet were like killing me. Calves. <laughs> Calves were on fire. And it was just like, well, you know, like we didn't give each other a choice of like, do you want to do it? It was just like, let's go. So, um, it could have been a lot worse. It could have been no view after all that. And again, out of 14 people, just three of us did it. I, I, frankly, I have no idea why you'd hike the whole damn thing and not go for it. Like go big or go home. So, um, best hike I've probably ever did. One of the hardest hikes I've probably, at least in my top three hardest hikes I've ever done. Um, yeah, so Um, to fuego we got so as soon as the sun set about 7 30 we started making our way back to base camp and we didn't get home until nine and mind you they're gonna wake us up the next morning at 3 15 we got back we had this giant bowl of like kind of what would you call that veggie stew or pasta something calorie dance carbs and we just sat um, and watched fuego continue to erupt while we had our dinner by the campfire it was incredible um sam was a little salty uh she had a she's a little mad about the wine situation
1: oh yeah and then they freaking drank all the wine and all the people who didn't do the extra work and didn't even stay with the bottles that was annoying
0: yeah so uh once we got over that uh it was uh, off to bed but um and then there so the next morning you're gonna get a wake-up call about 3 15 um oh by the way in the middle of the night <laughs> so we have to split a tent so we had this tall lanky guy in our tent and me and sam's head were like touching both ends i don't know how he fit and um, yeah, you're gonna have someone else in your tent, which is totally fine. I had a big rock straight underneath my back. Um, fuego like went off at <laughs> night at one point, and like Sam and I like shot up, and we both were like, "Oh God, what is that? Let's get!" Up. But then I was like, "Oh, you can't." You know, we we're in the tent, and we, you know, it's so cloudy out at that point, we couldn't see. But you're gonna hear Fuego waking you up, and if unfortunately you're a light sleeper like me, you're probably gonna get just two hours of sleep or so. But the next morning they wake you up ready to go, um, and we set off in the dark and this was freezing right we were cold to Mm -hmm. start and it only gets worse at the top like it was brutally cold i had five layers on at the top were you freezing or what
1: oh my god it's so cold and like we had gotten rained on the night before so my shoes were just soaked so (laughs) so like my extremities were so cold maybe that's why my body was cold definitely like i definitely don't think i thought it was going to be as cold as everyone said it was because we like went in june but because it's the rainy season. I definitely recommend bringing, like, a beanie and gloves because, like, yeah, my hands and feet were so cold.
0: Yeah, I couldn't get my toes to warm up. My, my socks were wet. Even my change of socks got wet pretty quick. Um, and, uh, yeah, outhouse situation, they had a kind of a hole in the ground, and that was pretty that was, gnarly.
1: That was surprising they even had anything, honestly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: But yeah. it definitely was not, like, something that you would enjoy. No. Um, the but smell. But
1: digging a hole in the oh, ground <laughs> for
0: sure for sure you have so many tourists coming through there i think they have to have some situation but right. yeah you're not like in the night i was like oh god here we go and then we do look out for each other um because you can't there's the whole thing's open so you're like hey how you doing i'm taking a dump here while you're there's <laughs> yeah. in there my nightmare scenario came true that was uh having to take a dump while on fuego um i'm not as outdoorsy as uh the guide so um we brought our own toilet paper and that We stole it from the hotel before us so that actually worked out so bring extra toilet paper you're gonna need it headlamp if you do fuego um i didn't have a headlamp because i'm never prepared for anything um someone let sam borrow a headlamp which was awesome and Mm -hmm. poles so that was awesome for her and the next morning for the hike up it was a brutal hike up sand like you're almost crawling up because i you know crap you not you are sliding down that we had so many volcano rocks in our shoes yeah um, and at the top, unfortunately, it just works out this some ways. Is like that morning, the clouds were so dense that we were there, like the top of Akatenango, the high, third highest point in all of uh, Central America, freezing our ass off after a brutal hike. Getting up at 3:15, and we didn't see anything. Um, but that's the you know, hey, sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. So you just stay positive about it. And it was still a great hike, and then we came down, had a really good. Bagel breakfast with Nutella. I ate four bagels when no one was looking. Some banana bread. Mm-hmm. Sam only got one slice. I feel bad about that. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and then we took off down the mountain. Um, our group was, safe to say, kind of duds. I don't know. Like, yeah,
1: very standoffish. <laughs> yeah,
0: nobody wanted to chat with us. We're very chatty. And you have nothing to do on this hike but chat. And so Sam, we got the radio out and played the music for the hike down and uh yeah overall things that you would want to you wish you had known for the hike
1: sam um just like i said earlier how how cool it was gonna be because i mean granted you don't want to bring a lot of extra stuff because you have to carry it all but um i don't know it would have almost been nice to have like extra shoes my shoes were so wet um or like waterproof shoes somehow they have like good hiking waterproof shoes um and just like a couple of I, i borrowed a a hoodie from the hostel and a jacket from Ox and it was all included so uh, because at first i wasn't going to but i'm definitely glad i did because it was definitely just colder than i imagined it would be in the middle of summer um and um what else i brought my camel pack and filled it up because they recommend you bring at least four and a half liters of water but i think i brought six and um I was down to probably a liter by the time we were finished with the whole hike. I think Dan brought, like, eight <laughs> liters. Um, but, yeah, so a lot of people, like, wear their pack on their back and their camelback in the front. And my camelback fastened, so that was cool to be able to, like, fasten it behind my neck so it was balanced and have the two, two liters of water bottles on either side to balance out. Um, what else? Um, I wish I would have brought some wine. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, What else? Yeah, I mean, I think that was it. And honestly, like a lot of people, a lot of people that we met along the way before the hike um, were like, "Oh, you you know, you can pay a porter to carry your stuff." And like, if you really think you need it, of course, go for it. But the amount of times we stopped, like after we stopped only 20 minutes in, I was like, "Okay, I think I can do this." So ended up carrying my bag up the whole way, and yeah, it was it was really tough. But you stop so much, so I think it gives you enough amount of time to like break to um to be able to carry it if you're worried about that so yeah uh, yeah that's like really all I can think of right
0: now you know that's a good point I'll add on to the porter thing like unless you got something man your legs work your back works like throw that thing on there it's gonna make it that much more fulfilling you know people have told us me and Sam were like I don't know maybe we should get a porter and it just made it that much more rewarding that damn it we did this and like there was I think a girl who's like stanford volleyball player on the tour she paid someone i'm like come on man like let's go like let's toughen up a bit suck it up buttercup and uh i think you need you might need a hype man to keep you going because those legs i was literally like okay right leg left leg (laughs) right leg left leg keep it going um and then yeah for me i think maybe another change three pairs of change of socks um i was totally warm at night sleeping bag was uh sufficient for that i slept in my clothes as well um earplugs if you're a, a slight slight uh, light sleeper like me um what else and uh yeah i had uh, a gallon jug two 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 liters um and then two 32 ounces so well over four well over two gallons of water and by the end of the hike i, I finished it all so uh i am a camel and i drank like a ton before the hike too so the whole hike i pretty much uh, took pee breaks the whole way so yeah otherwise do this hike it is a must um do not skip it um yeah we uh turned our phones in there's no cell service just turn your phone off into airplane mode and should last you the whole time but bring a battery pack because base camp is just nothing just has a fire um in a spot to pee so otherwise great best hike of my life greatest uh ending for a hike too to see i always like a hike where you get there and you see something cool so that's all anything else to add
1: um Nope. Just definitely do Fuego.
0: <laughs> fuego is a must. Don't skip it. I don't want to hear it. They'll go slow with you if you need it, but make sure you do it. All right. Welcome to Antigua. Not the country, but the city. It is the second most popular city, or popular, second largest city in Guatemala, if I'm not mistaken. But the one that everyone jumps to, as soon as they get off the flight, there's shuttle after shuttle, and everyone just jumps straight to Antigua to base themselves or start their trip to Guatemala. Antigua while it's i think second biggest again don't have to get my facts straight but um it feels tiny it feels so lovely and walkable and quaint and beautiful and i absolutely loved it um sitting in the central park listening to the sights and sounds and smells and talking to locals and they come up and sell me stuff but next thing you know we were talking about where they're from how many kids they have and i absolutely love that about travel um, so I loved it. It is quaint. It's UNESCO heritage. So they can't change anything. The whole town. So you'd have a multimillion dollar corporation in a building that is, has its, you know, colonial facade still. And that I thought was just incredible. Um, next to maybe a, just a mom and pop spot. But inside can be, we went to a nightclub again, a colonial facade, but like a Vegas nightclub inside. So super neat in that respect. Everything's walkable. Um, it's the only city that we found probably Guatemala city too, but that has Uber, not reliable. But you can do Uber, um, stay near the Central Park if you can, or near the Catalina Arch. Again, everything's walkable, but those were just uh, pretty good locations for us. We got a shuttle from uh, Ant- uh, Lago de Atitlan, I believe, for 150, and it took us two hours around there to get there. So, um, yeah, you're going to start off. want to start off early in the day, especially in the rainy season like us, because you're going to get clouds in the afternoon with along with some rain. So we'll start off with our day one. We stayed at Earth Lodge. Um, Earth Lodge is out of the way a little bit. Uh, Tuk Tuk's were asking 100Q to get there from the center of town, which blew my mind. Um, I was like, absolutely not. So I found a, wasn't a Tuk Tuk, but it wasn't a taxi. It was like those little teeny baby cars. It's like a Tuk Tuk with kind of in a car body. And we got them to do 30Q. So um, that's the best way because we had to get to Earth Lodge. Earth Lodge is out of town, like 25 minute drive. Um, We weren't there long enough to enjoy it just because we dropped our stuff and we were off for the day to hike pacaya but what did you think of earth lodge
1: oh it was really cool um it definitely would be like a cooler lodge if you had more time to actually be there because um, they had like yoga um and they had a sauna that you could do the view was amazing um they had they had like picnic tables out on the mountain that they were on you could like see um the volcano which i forget which volcano that was but um and then um, it's a really cool ambiance in the, in the lodge we stayed in was super cute. It was like a little oh, yeah. log cabin up in the trees. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, um, it was definitely a really nice uh, hotel. Um, and then the I don't remember her name, but the girl who was working the night we got back was super helpful because we were worried we weren't going to make it back in time to schedule our shuttle for the, Ac- the Acatenango hike the next day. Um, and she was still there, and she got us all squared away, and it was super helpful.
0: Yeah, we were going to, like, try and rely on getting up and trying for Uber, but we knew they were cancel, cancel, cancel. And then to get – you couldn't even wave down a taxi You're so far out there. So um, super quaint little cabin, like an A-frame up in the trees. Bathroom uh, separated, but, um, you know, you just walk on your little balcony. You could just spend an afternoon with coffee just enjoying the view. Super – I mean, didn't even hear a noise that night except for maybe Fuego, which woke me up at night bug situation how's the bug we might have some bug haters out there uh, uh
1: well um it's pretty dark up there so your lights are on just got to open the door quickly cuz moths will fly in um but i think the most scary one was when i went to go take a shower there was a giant grasshopper on the wall but it was like brown colored so i didn't even know it was a grasshopper and it was right above the toilet so like i'm like oh my god what if i'm going to the bathroom it jumps on me i'm going to freak out um, but I ended up crawling behind one of the planks and stayed hidden for the rest of the time once I started the shower. So it wasn't terrible, but it also was quite did you, frightening.
0: Did you dream about it?
1: I did, yeah. In the <laughs> middle, I think I must have dozed off. And it, if you've ever had a dream where it's like the exact room you're in, so it feels super real. I swear, I thought I saw it on like the ceiling. And I like darted up. And I was like, I'm sorry, Dan. I'm turning on the lights. <laughs> Turn on the lights. Looked at the plank. Nothing's there. I'm like, what the fuck? I like did a bed, bed check. And then I realized, and I didn't have my contacts in, and I realized I couldn't even like see the wooden <laughs> plank. So I was like, I must have dreamt that. Uh, but, yeah, yeah, so a little scary. but
0: You're up in the trees. There's going to be some bugs. But, yeah, luckily for me, Sam checks everything out. So I'm safe at night. Um, but, yeah, so uh, but a good spot to stay if you have time to kill. But make sure you a cute little bunny running around, little avocados with avocados drop into the ground. There's so many. Uh, but that's a good spot if you're going to stay and enjoy it. But if you want to be in the city, pick something different we also stayed at uh, las hotel las farolas which was really nice quaint we had an amazing sleep there after our hike like good shower everything's clean not a peep all night super safe secure breakfast included um, it's about a couple blocks off of the main square like a five seven minute walk at most um near la sala bar which is kind of a positive positive. and then the last night we stayed at hotel el maison de maria which i think that was really cute right oh
1: yeah it was super nice and this yeah it's like, like rustic
0: yeah has old like antiques scattered about rustic room with a kind of cool soaking tub shower with brick exposed yeah um like nice little guy working the door and um, yeah free breakfast that was really good actually so mm-hmm. and it's central to everything like we're right by the arch um catalina arch so definitely worth a stay there. I think we paid like seventy. So divided by two, it's not that bad. It's a little on the pricey end, I guess, for there. But um, otherwise, yeah, uh, there was so some things that we did from there. You can do bike tours, coffee tours. We um, kind of couldn't grab a mountain bike tour that we were gonna do, just with the timing. They said uh, we don't have any, and we were both bummed. So we went to Cowba Farms. What do you think of Cowba Farms?
1: Oh, it's it was really cool. Um, on the weekends, they have like a little. I guess, mini farmer's market set up. They had about maybe, like, eight, um, stands. And they got a pretty good, like, uh, cocktail from this one lady with pumpkin seeds and, like, Guatemalan liquor in it. And, um, they have the cool, like, soap and, like, you know, skin care stuff stand. Um, got some cool stuff. Yeah. And then the restaurant was awesome. It was, like, on a farm. And it was, like, kind of half indoors, half outdoors. Um, like, there's flowers everywhere and, like, plants. just very lush. And, um... I just love places like that, but it's really yeah. cool. And we uh, we decided to get a drink and listen to the live music. And then while we were doing that, it started pouring down rain. So we like waited it out for a bit. And um, luckily it stopped. Um, but yeah, it was really cool.
0: Super cool. Like everything is farm to table. Like literally, like you see the the gardens they have. That's straight there. They have aerial aerial yoga classes on the weekends. Super some like something you see in Ocean Beach or some hippie town like San Marcos or. Um, Yeah, they had a hippie store. looked like Sprouts when we were shopping around there. And me and Sam got suckered into buying like organic bars of soap and um, some other stuff. Um, But they were a good deal and uh, handmade, homemade, um, awesome stuff. So definitely check that out. And even if it's not a weekend, just go for a nice bite to eat. It's a restaurant as well. Um, We went, the town had on the weekends, they had a lot of shops set up. So we wandered the stalls. They had some live music playing, just a lively courtyard. Um, If you're looking for nightlife, we'll give you the rundown of all that we found. Sam, uh, you like Unicorn Bar, or we don't? What was the name? Voodoo. Oh yeah,
1: it it was called Voodoo, and it's like in like a little complex with a couple other things. So the sign on the outside says El Barrio. So if you put that in your Google Mm -hmm. Maps, you'll be able to find it. Um, But it was such a cute bar. It was a it was a shot bar, I guess. But all of their like drinks and like um, shots and stuff were based on like I don't know unicorns. Like, have you ever had rainbow shots before? Like the eight or so shots that are colorful their version is called a unicorn puke um and the unicorn is my spirit animal um so it was just really cool how it was decorated it was all colorful and rainbow and um we went there like on wednesday I didn't make it there last night but it looked like it would be a fun spot on the weekends um but yeah it was really cool um and i got some coca-cola flavored wings that were pretty good uh yeah
0: yeah and there's four different bars there so you have your choice if you don't like one it's all in one complex um, we also went to La Sala just by it sounded fun when we were walking by her. We popped in on oh, yeah. like two, Wednesday and it was kind of dead, but we're like, this is so cool. Let's come back. And we came back and it was so packed. They wouldn't let anybody else in. Um, but yeah, that's a cool spot, like neon and black lights inside a DJ mm-hmm. and you can get a, a, a tower of Gallo for affordable price. So since they wouldn't let us in, we went next door to Riley's, which sounds funny. That was the college bar, the Irish bar and Flagstaff when I was in college. And although it was Irish, it was like seemed like a super local spot. Like it's all locals playing local music, and uh, the bartender service kind of sucked because we waited forever for drinks. But yeah your drinks were pretty fancy and cool. It seemed like. Yeah. Um, we danced at that place for till it closed down, which was early. So.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, yeah. After that, we tried for. Oh, we went to Los Vibres, which is like the EDM, like the actual like I don't know what you'd call it, like kind of like the Vegas club, the only one in town, and they had like door guy with like in a suit we're like whoa what is this and like you know the the pretty all come out the wealthy um locals come out for that and uh, we went in but you couldn't really dance so
1: yeah it was still like covid rules we had to um get well they were only doing bottle service but the door guy was able to get us like a table at at the bar essentially so we didn't have to like pay for bottle service which is nice but yeah um i it looks like if it wasn't still like kind of lingering COVID times that you'd be allowed to dance, but it still kind of upholds those rules. So it was pretty cool. Definitely would like to go back after uh, it's
0: back to normal. Yeah. Um, A little surprising though, again, because I was like, oh my God, is there a dress code? I look like a a grungy backpacker. And luckily the guy was definitely American who was the, who was like in charge of table service, whatever. So he hooked us up, walked us past. And then he's like, but there's a cover charge. I was like, oh God. And it was 20Q and I I still, I don't do cover charges. 20q i was like offended and i was like how dare he but uh 20q is about three dollars i was still offended though um but yeah so worth checking out though if you're out um some a lot of cool people but it's just harder to meet them because of you have to stay at your table and kind of dance around your table um uh, so that's the nightlife uh, but there is restaurants everywhere we went to cafe cafe that was an awesome spot for coffee and just lunch dinner breakfast i had the breakfast wrap amazing we went to Luna E Mio. That was really great, right?
1: Yeah, it was awesome.
0: We had the crepe. Uh, I had the sweet Nutella crepe and an awesome Mediterranean salad, which I was dying for any salad in my life. Uh, get a little fiber, jeez. And then Sam, what'd you have?
1: I think I had like some sort of chicken pesto crepe, which was really good. Um, and it was like on a. They had a cute little rooftop that we got to sit on, so that was cool.
0: Yes, rooftop is a is key. Um, safe, secure with COVID. Protocols, they all had masks, eyeglasses, shields, and um, had you wash your hands. That's one thing I noticed everywhere you have to hand sanitize and screen your temperature before you go in basically anywhere. Um, and the service was incredible. Um, we found a couple local spots. I got my street food fix in, just wandering. Um, had some hits, some misses, like a weird tostada vegetarian thing with beets on it. Um, that was probably a miss, but you got to try. Or you don't know. And then we wanted to go to Porque No, but the line was super long and also uh victor gave us a secret local uh, las sopas de rico i think it was las sopas de rico sounds about right so that's one that we heard was really great too so you will never be short oh and then lastly i had to get an iced coffee one morning and and a uh, funny story victor said that um to date someone there you have to save up to go to the mcdonald's sorry mm. it's a little noisy here we're still in guatemala But um, I was like, wow, and he said all business meetings are held there, Um, dates are there, you save up, and that's the big date spot, and it really was a super fancy McDonald's, like an amazing courtyard, with the view of a volcano, so I definitely hate McDonald's overall, Um, I don't go in America, but had to go there just to see the view, and it was pretty incredible, but... um, Overall, yeah, you can find tons of tours. You can get anywhere you want to go in Guatemala if you're in Antigua. It's a great base to stay. The weather gets a little chilly, right? Versus Penahachal, or excuse me, versus El Peredon in Lankin. And I was able to give away all the rest of my clothes, my shoes, my sandals, all my stuff, and it felt so good to lighten my load and clear out my closet too. So um, overall, a great, great spot to stay. Anything else to add about Antigua?
1: Nope, I don't think
0: so. All right. There's your tips for Antigua. Wow. That was a lot of info. And if you listen to all that, well, you deserve an award. um, And you need to find a hobby because that was way too much. But thanks for listening if you did. Um, We just had a lot to say about Guatemala. Um, Six months ago, I knew nothing about Guatemala. But the more I started researching... Uh, I just kept finding more and more adventures, more and more fun things to do. Um, If you like hiking, if you like the ocean, if you like lakes, if you like uh, markets, I mean, if you like just any type of adventure, this country's for you. Um, It has inspired me to continue on to not just the easy places in Central America, such as Belize or Costa Rica, but really dig deep and go El Salvador next, um, Honduras, Nicaragua, Uh, you know and just keep making my way down and I think it's like it reminded me of Southeast Asia like 10 years ago you know so it's like still gritty and still I don't know it was awesome though so I really would recommend getting yourself there and having a great adventure Um, if I had to choose three things that I was like the top experiences I would have to say paragliding at Lago de Atitlan just running facing a fear jumping off and just being you know up in the clouds with uh hawks flying next to you and just all you could hear was the you know the wind blowing looking at the lake the volcanoes from up there just took your breath away um tied with that would probably be some mook pools it was very much like kawasan falls or um, the bottom of the grand canyon have a Supai falls just absolutely gorgeous and a day full of adventure um, and also to just Antigua, wandering the colonial town of Antigua, I thought it was prettier than Oaxaca, and just sitting there talking to people, which just you know, oh, I just love it. It's just so fun; makes me feel like um, I'm so far away um, from America. And also, I have to say, couldn't even compare just the completing the incredible hike of Akatenango. Not only was it difficult and just gorgeous hike, but when you got to the top. Making it the rest of the way past the summit to, you know, the, to Fuego and just watching a, like, real volcano explode. Like, you know, some of these things you think about when you're a kid, whether it's seeing a pyramid or going to Egypt and you're just like, ah, that's never, you know, that's not real. But seeing that, like, having your chest shake when this thing is erupting, just spewing lava was something I will never forget It just reminded me that nature is incredible. And what else is out there? Like that took my breath away and I'll never see something like that. What else is out there? I know there's cool stuff like that that I just have to get out and see because it makes me feel so alive. Um, You know, even when it's like you're sitting at work and you're like, "Ugh," if you can just plan stuff like that. I feel like there's always excitement to be had in life. So um, I want to thank Sam for coming. She was such a great friend. Um, find yourself someone who, she said yes to all the adventure. Um, she said yes to pretty much every single idea I had without even, you know, um, questioning like my rationale or my thought process. She was just like, sure, that sounds fun. And, um, you know, find yourself someone like that and you're just going to have great travels. Um, you know, it's all about positive mindset, you know, even when we got lost, even when it was hot as balls, even when it we were so tired and hungry or whatever, climbing a hike, um, just staying positive. Neither of us got, you know, angry at anything. So, and it's all about having fun. Life is about having fun. Life's about being silly, um, you know, because you got to laugh at life because it gets tough. So thank you for being awesome, Sam. And hopefully we'll, we'll do another trip someday. I think uh, <laughs> that'd be fun. So anyhow, great time i hope everyone else um, gets out there whether it's to guatemala or someone somewhere else cool um, embrace travel get out see the world be silly have fun stay positive and safe travels (laughs) I don't care, I do